and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen and I'm the Dungeon Master of this ragtag group of heroes and adventurers. Hi everybody, I'm Claire. I'm playing Mira, who's a dragonborn sorcerer, half-red dragon, half-silver dragon. Uh, originally was a bit of a politician and now has joined the adventuring life probably to a greater extent than she ever expected. Hi everyone, I'm Michael. I'm playing Lockie Hobbs, a warforged artificer. Uh, originally was part of a flying castle, but I've since left and resumed an adventure with my mouth friends. Uh, cool. Um, hey guys, I'm Jared and I play the character of Jin. He is a level 6 lore bard and a level 2 hexblade warlock. Uh, I'm currently an associate and ally of the Tempest Guild and I am helping them in their goal of stopping the Queen of Dragons, Tiamat. Hello, I'm Ali and I'm playing Shana, the Yuan T. Sorlock, um, who is traveling with the Tempest Adventuring Guild trying to find the other half of her soul, who is hiding somewhere away, far from reach. Hi guys, I'm Matt, uh, playing Yeda, the uh, sneaky wood elf ranger and rogue, who, after a tragic uh, incident in the jungle with his previous expedition, has now joined up with this lovely ragtag group of adventurers and is uh, looking to see what happens next. Hello! Uh, hello everybody welcome to the lost archives my name's owen and we are playing dungeons and dragons the tyranny of dragons campaign welcome back it's so lovely to see all your beautiful faces again ah oh, we've missed you guys it's been a full week since we played D. for some of us some of us play D every single day now isn't that right michael yes <laughs> why do you sound so bashful that's that sounds be... like the dream yeah i was gonna say that's something, that's something to be proud of and apparently apparently he does it on like work hours for some of them like he's actually paid for his hours for two of those well, sessions I, which i've, I've started i started a dnd campaign with some year fives Hell so yeah. as as part of their curricular curriculum activities we're not playing yeah. D and it's every, amazing every day though Oof. Well, twice twice this week, and we'll see. We'll see how. It Shout out. out to all teachers doing D and D as part of their curriculum. Yeah, <laughs> great, great call. Keep doing that, and uh, and actually, That's our cool. RPG story of the night will actually be coming from Michael. He's got an RPG story about a uh, a particularly exciting encounter between a warlock and some assassins. Yes. Ooh. So on, on our on like as the as our characters are being described as the game is literally starting off. Um, the player just slips in that oh he's being you know being attacked by a bunch of people already i was like not the way it usually goes but all right let's roll with it it's like it's like i get attacked by 10 guys i'm like really 10 like, <laughs> you want 10 like don't you want <laughs> and he's like okay maybe five so we're like all right five guys are now around you and i you know bring up bring, quickly bring up the stats for assassins and five guys are around you and then so what do you do oh well i'm going to cast this Middle fire spell immolates three of them, and one of them immediately gets robbed by their thief. And then uh, the barbarian with quote heart of gold jumps in to help. A fight ensues, and then uh, they get chased out of the town by guards because they just burnt down a festival. There's consequences. Because there's consequences <laughs> oh. in TNT. There are oh, no. consequences. <laughs> and that was the first session, so we're oh, off to a great start. <laughs> I'm really excited. Yeah, don't burn down towns, folks. Also, when you're when you're level one, um, like you can maybe handle like a horse or like a dog, yeah. Yeah. ten assassins. Ten assassins. Okay. You're a scrub. Maybe you're like a little one scrubby boy. 
Yeah. No, it's. Um, I like that getting run out of town with burning in flames is kind of our MO. It is a little bit, yeah. Actually, that's yeah. a good point because the very second episode of this campaign started with you guys running into town with it burning to burning to the ground. Oh, green it's such a change. Such a change. Really that. turning that like on its head, like because that's you know yeah. usually it's the other way around, right? Like, yeah, yeah. These guys ran in to save the day and only resulted in more of the town burning down. And then, yeah. and then oh, they okay. stopped it. So it was good. Like it was, it was oh, great it was progression. Fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, it's like that scene from SpongeBob SquarePants, where like SpongeBob's like, "We did it, Patrick. We saved the town. The town's just destroyed." That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know SpongeBob. Oh my god. That's it. Now we've had we've had some requests come in. So since we started doing the Avatar Legends stream. Um, there's a little group of people who really want me to start doing a one-piece tabletop RPG. Um, oh. Now, that doesn't yet exist. Uh, I I will have a look at the feasibility of creating an entire tabletop RPG based around One Piece and how easy that's going to be. If I, if I do this, it will be based on Powered by the Apocalypse, same as Avatar Legends, because then I don't have to come up with a huge amount of mechanics and balance. I can allow things like devil fruit powers and all that to still fit under the same four stats that Powered by the Apocalypse works under. I'm thinking about it. Um, yeah. I'm considering it strongly. A, because I, I quite like One Piece. I've not watched every single episode. Um, I've mostly been enjoying One Piece, which is the uh, fillers cut out and uh, abridged version of One Piece that you can find on the internet, uh, which I quite enjoy <laughs> just because there's a lot of stuff that goes on in One Piece. It's a lot of episodes. Um, I do enjoy One Piece. I love the world building. I love the characterization. I love the silly fun of it. That's what that's, I love that about Avatar as well. So I'm thinking about it. Um, if this is something you really, really want, put it in the comments. Let me know. I, I Just before I commit to creating an entire tabletop RPG, I just want to know how much interest there is. I am tempted. Let me put it that way. I'm, I'm intrigued and tempted by this, by this uh, request from the fans. Um, I'm thinking about it. Uh, the other exciting news I have is that we now have a, uh, a wiki page for the Lost Archives. If you go to the Lost Archives wiki page at Fandom, uh, you can start finding the beginnings of our wiki page, which covers previous episodes, characters, um, the breakdown of some of the lore. It's very much a work in progress. I am updating it as I go. Uh, another really, really good suggestion from the fans. Thank you very much for suggesting that. Um, so it's a work in progress, but yeah, I'm going to be updating that as we go along and I'll have, uh, eventually all of the information there. Currently we have the main cast of the Tyranny of Dragon stream. The people around me right now have their pages mostly set up and ready to rock and roll, uh, including actual stats and actual levels, actual HP, everything like that, where they're actually are. And as, as well as their class features that they've chosen as well, I will be doing it for all the cast main and guests who've joined us and also past characters so jared obviously played a previous character way back at the very beginning uh emmerich i'll chuck his stats up as well it's going to be a work in progress if there's any things that you guys know or that you've noticed or any quotes that you really really like um send through your favorite character quote because i'm going to have one at the beginning of each article uh, each character profile and i'd love to know if there's any quotes that you guys really really love about these characters um my personal favorite was that's not how magic works for me when i'm trying to sort of deal with uh, <laughs> uh ali and claire's ridiculous suggestions about using shape water and a decanter of endless water to create a literal shield of ice around an entire airship um i stand by that not how magic works, <laughs> not how magic works. um no look I, res I respect i respect the play i respect the play dream big dream big <laughs> it's good um, the hustle. Exactly. 
that is all the news from me. Does anyone else have any fun news to share? No. No. Well, not really. Just been a regular week. Perfect. Well, let's escape yeah. to the fun-filled fantasy world of Tyranny of Dragons. Um, although we're not jumping right back into a very fun-filled episode, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> so let me do the quick recap and we will get back into it. The Tempest Adventuring Guild, a group of mercenaries, explorers, and adventurers, has been working to thwart the machinations of a group known as the Order of the Dragon. This cult has been amassing power, wealth, and knowledge in an attempt to perform a ritual to bring a dark draconic god, Tiamat, back into the world. Our story has been following the escapades of some of the members of this group. Mira, Jin, Loki, Yervath, and Shana, who have travelled to Chiari, the draconic nation, to work against the cult's actions there. Despite facing overwhelming odds, the party have succeeded in driving the cult out of Veloxur. With many of the children of Tiamat now killed or captured, and Sidus, the sinister black dragon, being driven from the city, the city's still in ruin. The victory hasn't been one of triumph, but sorrow. The damage the cult has wrought can't be washed away so quickly and so easily. The city is still recovering, people searching for their friends and loved ones lost during the conflict, homes destroyed and fires still burning. We left our party at the home of Elia, recovering and resting following the toughest battle they've faced this day. After Mira spent some time assisting the townsfolk, recovering and finding their loved ones and putting out the numerous fires that have been burning across the city, um, Yervith had a bit of time to meditate, focus, Jin had a well-deserved nap, and Shana as well, and a bit of a conversation with their patron, Varys. Jin seems to be finding Varys's instructions harder and harder to bear. However, Shana seems more than happy to follow Varys's instructions for the moment. We left off last session right as the entire group have done a level up. So we're actually going to start tonight's session quickly going through some of the cool new things that you've got as part of your level up to level 11. Now, for those of you who are multi-classing, please let me know which level you have taken your level up in. Uh, actually, I think it's... Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that then. So, um, Ali, have you been able to get your D&D Beyond character sheet up and running? Fantastic. Oh, well, do you want to go first then? No pressure. Why not? No pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. <laughs> not at all. Um, yeah, so I took a uh, third level in Warlock. Just uh, thought it could be fun keeping with the theme and... Um, Ended up uh, getting my third level of Warlock and um, picking up Pact of the Chain. Pact of the Chain. Okay, nice. What form are you hoping for your familiar? Seeing Imp could be quite fun. Imp. Okay. Perfect, Mundo. Uh, when you first summon your Imp, I will describe what that experience looks like to you. <laughs> Just so you know. Pack to the Chains, that makes a lot of sense. Um, brilliant. So, yeah, following your conversation with Varys the previous night, uh, yeah, you've made a you've made a, a commitment to Varys, and he is more than happy to gift you more Warlock power in return. So, yes, level up in Warlock, fantastic. Uh, Loki, you have taken a level up in Artificer Armorer. Would you like to take us through your new features? Indeed. I've only just got the one, but it's a doozy. So I can now create a spell-storing item. So I can put a spell into an object, and whenever I finish a uh, long rest, I can touch a simple martial weapon or item and use it as my focus. So now it's a first or second level spell that requires one action. I don't have to have it prepared. And here's the kicker. If I give someone else the item, they can cast it. Or if I can hold on, I can cast it. But I can cast it eight times in a long rest. 
So basically, it's nice. eight free spell slots of a single spell, eight essentially. Eight free spell slots. So what I've oh, well, done... Well, seven, seven free spell slots, because you have to cast one to do it right. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah technically. It's still, yeah. still um, fucking amazing. That's great. Amazing. So so what, what I've done is... Because Lockie um, spent some time in the um, in the library, because he wants to look into the, the ball that they got. So he's... he's um, He's a little bit ADD because I'm a little bit ADD, and um, he used his distracted time to start tinkering with something. Okay. Thinking about the stuff that he'd been doing in the last fight and like shunting the dragon slightly out of time. So I've popped the um, the spell. Wait, let me just grab it. Which one it was? This is going to be hilarious. Into it, which is um, blah, 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 void. What was it? Where are you? Second level. Sorry, guys. Where are you? Oh, I took it off because it's it's the void one. The void one. So it's it's the 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 gravity time manipulation one. Because Ooh, okay. he's made he's made what looks like maybe a uh, little hourglass on what would be a um, gyroscopic dome. So you spin it to cast his spell. Seven times. Seven times. It's nuts. That's insane. What spell are you thinking? Um, the void one. What was it? Right, you second. Vortex warp. That's the one. Vortex warp. Very, very nice. Alrighty, Mira. I'm guessing you've taken a level up in sorcerer rather than multi-classing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. We're getting to the good bit of Sorcerer now. After level 12, they get a bit nuts. They get spicy. They get good. But uh, level 11 Sorcerers, they get another spell slot. So I have a level 6 spell slot now. Very nice. Which is nice. And my cantrips have leveled up. Just a bit nice. And I have almost 100 hit points. I know. as a squishiest member now almost approaching triple. You haven't looking confused. Uh, yeah, I've already, got, I've already got 83. That's crazy. Oh, I've got 91. Yeah, I've got 93. Yeah, I'm wow. 91. I'm weak as. What the hell? <laughs> so because... because How is this happening? Because Mira is um, Draconic Ancestry Sorcerer, draconic ancestry. Um, yeah. she, she's tougher. She gets more hit points. Uh, that checks out. Alrighty. Jin, you have taken a level in Bard, correct? Yep. Perfect. Take us through um, it. So basically... Um, this level of Bard got me level 5 spellcasting, um, and I got one spell slot, so, and I got one spell, so nothing too crazy for this level, but how I'm gonna flavor it is, as Jin awakes from his nap, and he's just sort of lounging around in his room, he starts to notice that he can start moving some objects around the room, never been able to do that before. Um, and he starts thinking to himself, what, what's the go here? What's actually happening? So he starts moving other things around, starts figuring out that he can animate objects. Oh, that's cool. That's so, cool. College of uh, Creation? Um, oh, it's not, it's just a, uh, just a just spell. The, the, yeah, just a spell, oh. uh, level five spell, animate objects. Um, oh, yeah. So basically I can animate a, a bunch of tiny objects or from I can there's like five different like levels to it really like yeah. tiny small medium large and huge so I can make one 
huge objects. I can make a bunch of tiny little ones. Um, and then so... you can just do a bunch of cool stuff with them. That's awesome. Um, so, from a flavor-wise, it's only one spell, so it's nothing too crazy, but I, I imagine for the, the morning he would just sort of be tinkering with that and learning about it on more of like a just a low level. Like, obviously, I'm not going to use a level 5 spell slot to do it, but um, I guess he'll start just realizing some of his potential and capacity to use it. Yeah, I was going to say, it kind of makes sense as well, like, given that you've, once again, Varys has offered you more power, and, and once again, you've refused... It does kind of make sense that the next morning as you as you go to sort of see what your growth is you're like ah oh, yeah i refused varus's gifts of instant power i still have work to do if i want to be able to do things if i if i want to be mm. become stronger i now have to work for it it's not just a exchange of gifts it's now yeah it's a journey well yeah and that's something um june remembers as well that shana was so keen to just jump thirsty. on thirsty is the very word i would thirsty say to, yeah. um just take on Varus, like Varus's thing. That's a question I actually want to ask, Owen. Yeah. The stone that was given out to place on the wizard's heads. Yeah. Do we both have one each, or does just Shana. I don't think I because no. I never took one. You never took one, so just Shana has one, okay. as far as you're aware. I'll be. Um, I'll take that into account. We'll take that into consideration. Okay. And lastly, Yerveth, uh, you're a ranger rogue. I'm guessing you've taken ranger level. Definitely have, yes. I have 100% taken a level in Ranger uh, to further increase my uh, Dragon Warden abilities. I have gained, at the level 7 uh, Ranger, I have gained, if I look at my class features, Bond of Fang and Scale, which is yes. really exciting. Um, basically means that my little uh, Eleanor now has wings. She's counted as a medium creature now, which is very exciting. Uh, I can't fly her yet, uh, but I can mount her. I can like ride on her um, without flying. We can just you know, travel along the ground if we want to. Um, I get magic fang, so the Drake's bite does an extra one d six damage, and the type chosen from the Drake's draconic essence pretty cool. And I get resistance uh, depending on what color uh, she is. So if she's green, I get acid resistance. But if she's red, I get fire resistance. And that's, so forth. that's awesome. Yeah, and, and we good. did we did role play last time as well. I remember that Eleanor's yeah, we did. winged form now is uh, yeah. Yeah, and I should actually add as well to that her in that in that dream that you had where you felt that really that that strong bond to that draconic spirit again, and you sort of looked down and saw the scales growing across your hand and those claws in place. Eleanor's horns, spikes, and general features are moving much more to that of a dragon, and, and when you wake up and summon her again. There's less dog, more dragon now. That that sort of oh, square wow. jaw has become much more prominent. The teeth much more carnivorous, curved, the larger in sizes. Um, spikes down the back as well, far more prominent. And the tail almost has this, um, almost like this pointed tip. Because I think the last time you had it was green dragon form. So in that case, yep. then it's it's almost like this um, this uh, paddle shaped tip at the end. These uh, intrusions of flesh allowing her to move through the water with ease through swamp plant with these this uh, yep. sort of large paddle shaped tip wow yeah definitely awesome. um, amazing definitely much more adapted now to that draconic i'm form. imagining quite large too or well, not 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 large per se but big much bigger than what she was definitely bigger yeah i mean when you first got eleanor she was the size of a, of a puppy of a, of a kitten and over the past few weeks she has grown larger and larger and larger, larger. yeah she's now i would say probably the large of a deer hound or a great dane huge dog well <laughs> yes 
she's gotten quite large as well. Okay. So, as you guys awaken, discover these new aspects of yourself, these new powers, and find yourself sort of blinking awake. Clifford the Big Red Dragon, nice. Um, <laughs> you, yeah. yeah, you see the sunlight sort of streaming in. The smell of smoke still hangs low over the city. It's that sort of acrid smell of burning wood and fortunately the smell of some burning flesh as well still lingers in the air. You can see that some of the servants have uh, placed some incense along the outer balcony to try and ward off this smell, but it's still there underneath the surface, this, this scent of, of destruction and death. Do you awaken slowly and begin sort of blinking into the light, look around. You can see your companions sort of coming out of their rooms, sort of stretching stiffly the Having healed from the night before, the day before, but still muscles sore from overexertion. Um, maybe some some scars or some wounds that haven't fully healed yet, still visible on your bodies. Um, clothing still torn or burnt in places where it took hits. Um, you look like a group of people who have been through hell and back and have had one sleep to recover from it. And as you look around, you see your companions all with you looking very much the same. Uh, Loki probably still has a, instead of Loki having like torn clothes or anything like that, Loki's got a few dints and scratches in his armor still in place. You're doing okay. a buff. You're buffing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as, as, as you guys come out, you see Loki like buffing away at his armor uh, on his breastplate, just going like rapid fire movement, his hand, moving his hand up and down to try and like, buff out the. Not like that. Don't make it weird. Stop making it weird. <laughs> I think Jin's going to be walking around gingerly like he's recovering from a hangover. He has like, yeah, just sort of walking around, just not his usual lively stuff. He's like, hey, hey, hi there, yes, nice to see you all. Yep, good morning. Um, and he's just walking really slowly around all gingerly like. Yeah, um, you guys, you guys see Jin. some form of breakfast. Well, that you guys don't know. As you, as you get up and look around, mm. there's not many servants about. You that, can see that yeah. they have, um, see that they've they've lit the incense, but there's no one really around. <sighs> that well, was going to be my point of order, first order of the day. Mira would have been up and organizing the kitchen. Well, there's yeah, well. obviously no food around. I still have some pastries if anyone would like some from my bag of holding. Oh my! You yeah, have just things. look at everyone, just like dumbfounded. <laughs> You have, can you still make um, those those very good berries? Oh yes. Perhaps um. That was. I, it's just if there's no other option. Why did everyone um, ignore me? Oh <laughs> uh, no reason. <laughs> I think your joke there is getting a little bit stale. I throw one at like your this head and it takes like one probably one HP off it. Can I can I dodge it? Uh, you don't need to. As 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 Jin throws this, Eleanor's tail. <laughs> knocks it out of the air away from Jin using this sort of like paddle shaped tail just knocks it out and you just watch as this pastry just goes flying over the buildings and disappears from view okay no need to mark one off I can I, I can of course make some uh, some very good berries um, but I think uh, I was just thinking we might oh we might not sorry. have time it, it's just um is, is anyone else really worried about Lyrison the ship and Bacchus and oh yeah, everything else, and the and the core that's on the ship that I'm oh. kind of freaking out about. The, the the what was it again? The 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 Nexus node is that what Lockie called it? Yes, and uh, it is on the ship, and I also am a bit worried about it. We, we should probably 
we should probably make a move there then. I can make some good, very good berries, if you would like. I was thinking maybe we could just have breakfast on the road. Most for me. Did anyone notice anything different about Eleanor today? Like, you know, kind of like, she like cracks a little bit of a smile. Like, oh, dead. <laughs> look at my girl. <laughs> she's, she's getting big. As you guys look, Eleanor's, yeah. Eleanor's got wings and she's a bit bigger. <laughs> hmm. Oh, very nice. We're coming into the wings. Look. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll just give her a, a, little, a little look over, make sure, you know, it's growing right and it's not like, you know, she's not doing the dragon version of W sitting and ruining her knees. <laughs> nice. As you guys are having this discussion, looking over Eleanor, a shadow suddenly passes over the land in front of you. House plunge into darkness for a few seconds as a large winged shape flies overhead. As it wheels around and lands in the courtyard, you see the giant silver dragon form of Elia. As she lands, the large claws just about touching the earth, you watch as her form collapses down into this silver dragon form, a uh, silver draconic dragonborn form, the large silver wings. As she looks up at the balcony and sees you all, you can see that she has very dark rings marking her silver scales under her eyes. She looks tired and haggard. She gives you a sort of a gentle wave and begins walking down to the base of the stairs the balcony where you guys are. After a few moments, mm. she climbs the stairs. Um, good, good morning. I, how are you all doing today? Have you, have you had a chance to rest and recover? Yes. I, yeah, I, I personally I had a good sleep in. Sorry. Well, I, don't, I don't sleep that much, um, but I do feel much, much more refreshed. Alia, how are you? More to the point. I um, I haven't had a chance to sleep yet. I'm, I'm sure I'll find some time soon. I, uh, I've been required around the city. There's uh, a lot of work to do. A lot of mending to, to go. Um, I understand that you are probably quite concerned about your your ship and your companions. I did notice Bacchus had been captured. Um, you'll be pleased to know that Bacchus has been freed. He had been sealed down in the catacombs with us beneath the... <laughs> we can hear you drinking that gin. <laughs> Bit of free yeah, ASMR. Yeah, yeah. It's, um... Gin's <laughs> just there, like, it, sipping so... on a juice. <laughs> She's telling the story. It's like an orange juice, like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I lost the straw for it, so it makes a noise. So it's perfect. Okay, I will be sipping on Ginger's orange there, like, juice. Sipping or a juice. Everyone's like, "Where the fuck did you get that juice from?" <laughs> Never mind. Um, you also see some other things I snagged from the kitchen. Yeah, in a bag. Uh, Elia sort of nods at Jin, gives him a look. I wave. <laughs> yes. Um. Yes, there's a lot of breadcrumbs on my uh, clothes. Yes. Yes. Well. Um. Bacchus had been had been captured. It seems. Um. He, he assured me that. Uh, most of his staff had been allowed to keep working. Uh, they, the guard had only had orders to capture him when they were there, so... Hopefully your, your, your woods are fine and your ship is fine as well. I, um, I did accompany Bacchus on a, on a quick short flight to his estate. I didn't go the full way, but I could see that your ship was still there. And, uh, it didn't look like it had been damaged, so I think your things are still fine. I've also spoken with uh, Fafnir, given the... Uh, current situation he has agreed to grant you and I access to his archive um, it seems that uh, he had also been compelled to allow others access and he is anxious to discover what has been taken 
has not yet found anything missing, but believes that the only reason people would gain access is to steal from him. It would just be the mm. paranoia of an old dragon protecting his horde, but there would be something else there. If you looters wanted to accompany could have come in the chaos. Perfect time for the looters. Mm. Indeed. Well, um, we have a few hours before he expects us there. Is oh, Elio. Like- I, I was going to mention um, the, the, the airship, uh, our airship that we came here on. Did you see it at the estate? Did you, were you in that area at all? Yes, I, I, I accompanied I accompanied Bacchus, uh, uh, part of the flight back. I, I had other duties around that area. I could see the ship from a distance. It seemed unharmed, as far as I could tell. It's still flying. Um, That's good news. Indeed, yes. Indeed, very good news. He lures them at all. No, I wasn't that close to pick out figures. The airship's quite large and quite visible from a distance. Uh, I can see the airship itself still floating, but uh, no, no people from that distance. Sorry. Do we have any way of con- communicating with the airship? Yes, there are potentially ways that we could contact. There are spells that we can use. Spells like sending or um, other magical communication means. If any of you have that spell, you, you could use that. Otherwise, I can um, I can get uh, get one of my stewards or one of my uh, arcanists to come and cast the spell uh, for I, for you. I do believe it would be good to uh, touch base with him. It's been a little while since we've had contact, and I'm sure he's gone through a bit of a spot of bother as well. Indeed, yes, we can uh, we can certainly certainly try. I will I will summon one of my arcanists to come and uh, assist. Hopefully, they can uh, can find. I think for some peace of mind, that would be that would be good. Do you have any items that are Leosin's or any things that he's touched just to help with the spell, uh, locating him? Look to me. Do you have anything of the essence? I don't think so. Some stationery. Does that count? Uh, if, it, if it was his and if he's handled it, it might increase the chances of the spell succeeding. Yes, uh, that, that could come in handy. I'll give her a business card because Leosin was the one who made them. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Ages yes. ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah. She takes the business card, looks at it. Um, I'll do my best with this. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Okay. So well, you need our services again. I think she knows. Good, good, good job, Lucky advertising. Yes. <laughs> Yeveth, is it just me, or is Eleanor looking a bit different? Oh, yes. Um, she seems to have uh, grown up a little bit. You can see her wings have come in. To, uh, come in and, um, she seems a little bit more draconic, I think. Um, more uh, defined features. Indeed. Um, well, I, I was going to potentially leave this to a later, but uh, with... The news that we might be able to go visit Fafnir and then look through his archive, perhaps now is a good time. Would you accompany me to the council? Uh, the whole purpose for your visit here was to have Yerveth speak to the council to show his connection to Eleanor and hopefully use that as an opportunity to promote unity with dragons and other races. Uh, as, as much as I would love to, to pick over some old dusty books and some dank uh, library somewhere. I think talking to some um, some council members sounds sounds good. That's why I'm here. Happy to help. 
Wonderful. Uh, well, It'd be an honor. Very, very gracious of you, Yova. Thank you. Uh, the rest of you are obviously free to come. The council have expressed their uh, desire to thank each of you in person for your heroic deeds and for driving off Sidus, the Black Dragon. Um, you'll be pleased to know scouts have been sent out to try and locate him. And we have confirmed that it is very unlikely he is still on Chiari. However, where he has gone now, I imagine uh, the cult know we will be anxiously searching for any sign of a cult outpost, a hideaway, anything in the surrounding areas. And if you do manage to find their whereabouts, you will need to be notified. Absolutely. I will make sure that you are told immediately, as soon as the council are informed. You will be my next port of call. Well, I had better take you to the council chambers. Um, if you would mind coming out with me, I can carry you on my back once again. Lead the way. Excellent. With that, uh, Elia leads you down the stairs, back out to the courtyard, back into her full silver dragon form, um, lays her sort of shoulder down on the ground so you can all climb on, and then takes off with this sudden rush of wings. Again, that sensation of your stomach dropping out from underneath you as she lifts up into the air rapidly. Uh, Eleanor flying along beside... Choosing to fly along next to you, banking in the wind for wing, uh, banking in the wind for the very first time, moving her wings to capture. Flight at first is quite clumsy, but soon she captures the updrafts as the morning sun rises over the city and creates these thermals rising up. She begins banking and weaving around, catching these thermals and riding up straight up, and then immediately plummeting down at a full drop, sort of getting used to her wings and her flight. Initially, you have the emotion that you the, that you feel inside that that emotional uh, response that you feel um, is one of fear and apprehension, but it quickly transforms into excitement, elation, and you sort of find yourself laughing aloud with her. That that emotion being so powerful inside of you that you find yourself sort of smiling with this big stupid grin, laughing aloud as she weaves and ducks and moves with the air, flying straight up through a cloud and then dropping down the other side again, playing enjoying having fun down below those of you with a passive perception of more than 16 which i think is most of you oh, yeah, Yerveth, Jin. oh just you have Jin. uh in that case then yeah. Yerveth, you're now nah, yeah so you're, Ten, you're kind right? of caught up Ten. in the 10 <laughs> that's all right that's double digits um passive perception. Yeah. uh shana always has snakes for legs she is a she is a yuan t naga forever uh, brood brass axe. Uh, just in case you <laughs> she is, she so she is a, a variant Yuan T. She has uh, a Naga lower body forever. That is how she appears. It is a side effect of the curse that transformed her into a Yuan T. Uh, so Shana is like half wrapped around one of the spikes, curling her like tail around one of the back spikes of Elia, <laughs> and then like clinging on with her hands on the front one, just being like, "Don't fall off! Don't fall off! Don't fall off! Don't fall off!" <laughs> and she goes the entire time, freezing and terrified. Yeah. <laughs> Snick, snick and a fly. <laughs> um, yeah, Jin, as they're flying overhead, you can see that the, the people sort of looking around, there's some people pointing, looking at this very unfamiliar sight, this this tiny dragon-like form, banking and weaving, flying in the, in the wind and clearly enjoying itself. And you can hear from below, sort of filtering up through the through the uh, the air and through the ground below. You, you can you can hear the occasional like whoa, <gasps> gasps of, of excitement and enjoyment coming from the ground below as they see this beautiful sight, sunlight glinting off Elia's bright green uh, Elia's off um, Eleanor's bright green scales. She banks and weaves, moving around. Yeah, it's yeah something very interesting. 
That's so cute. This response. It's a very short flight to the council chambers. You can still see one half of the building where it was partially collapsed by the the battle, the the wall that was partially caved in by Sidus's um, uh, sort of being pushed back towards the edge of the edge of the council chambers. And as Elia flies in and, and pushes through the opening, you can see that most of the rubble has been cleared. The guard around are dressed in their most resplendent armor, weapons polished, shining, armor glinting and reflective standing to attention and there are hundreds of them lining the avenue up towards the council chambers and around the outside of the council inside you can see there are at least six guards around each plinth with the elder dragons perched atop them most sad of all is the empty plinth where you know that once Eandrin Elia's mother sat as Elia flies in and lands, dropping you guys off and transforming back into her draconic, dragonborn form, she bows very deeply to the council. Standing in the very centre, gold scales glinting in the morning sun that shines through the large stained glass windows all the way around, you can see the resplendent form of Pindrinth, the large gold dragon that you rescued last session. Pindrinth bows very deeply, her head lowered to the floor, and you see Elia sort of look up a little bit startled and some of the guards share glances. You get the sense that this is not something the Elder Dragons do very often. Mm. <laughs> Pindrinth looks up and you hear the voice sort of speak out as she opens her mouth. We have you to thank for our lives and our city's freedom. If it were not for you and your companions, we would still be locked in the chambers below facing a fate worse than death the knowledge that while we die our city dies with us we thank you and we are forever in your debt tempest adventuring guild she bows very low as she does so the other three dragons on the council the large blue dragon the large bronze green dragon bow with her heads low to the floor and as they do, all of the guards around, all 180, 100 guards, immediately drop to one knee. Swords held up, unsheathed, held up, pulled against the breastplate, making this sort of loud, clashing noise as they put their unsheathed swords against their breastplates. Elia sort of stands and looks around, a little bit surprised. Um, you can see Eleanor, as the sound of this shunk, the sound of the armor being clattered by the weapons, um, pushes up against your legs. You over, sort of momentarily afraid of the noise and expecting mm. some sort of like combat. <laughs> Given the last time mm. she was in here, it wasn't quite fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I, I guess my question then is, what are your kind of reactions to this? This is probably not what you were expecting, Jin. So, yeah, I was actually thinking this. Jin is sort of like the cocky, arrogant sort of like. You know, he always thinks he's sort of got like a hold, like a, like a sort of like a hold on things, and always has some witty comment to come up with. But I think at the sight of like three or four ancient dragons mm. that are massive, a hundred to two hundred guards all in resplendent armor, I think even for Jin, this would like give him a sense of humility. Humility. Yeah. I yeah. think he would. I was thinking of coming up with some like razzle and dazzle like casting some minor illusions and stuff to make i don't know to like like do do myself up but i think in this i think i'm just gonna go simple i think i think he'd just be a little shocked even him like i think this is quite a momentous moment 
I think even he can catch on that this isn't a regular thing that just happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That, and that's I, I that that's fantastic. That's a real moment of kind of growth and realization mm. for Jin being like, oh shit, my actions have consequences and sometimes yeah. really good ones. <laughs> like normally he always has something to say, but I don't think he has any words for this one. I think that's similar to Yerveth, except maybe not more from like, probably not from a charismatic perspective, but more just from like, you know, he spent like majority of his life like hiding in the shadows and being like not seen. And now he's oh, suddenly like here, right. like in front of everyone. And he's kind of feeling like, wow, like this is what it's like to be noticed and to be appreciated does, for your actions. Does your chest puff up even more? Because this is like the first time that you feel no yeah. respected. Yeah, absolutely. It's a weird feeling. Like it's almost like, you know, Yerveth is always on edge and always feeling like, you know, he's got some, something targeting him or someone's out to get him. But for 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 a brief, you know, couple of seconds, he feels this kind of like, huh. This is this is a good feeling. This is this is nice. Like he just feels yeah, just really seen and and yeah, it's a strange feeling for him, but he takes it all in in his stride. Shana opposite she's feeling deeply deeply uncomfortable because Ooh. as far as she's concerned she along with like her mates got captured fired off a couple of shots died and then was sort of you know didn't really participate quite as much uh. in the fight and so she's sort of feeling like she sort of got this false valor kind of thing like she's sort mm. of shrunk down a little bit she's probably like sneakily tried to like sort of maneuver herself to the back because she's sort of feeling like I'm a bit of an outsider like i don't deserve this kind of thing um as far as she's concerned oh, absolutely wow lucky your humility circuits are just fried out <laughs> <laughs> no he's 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 kind of struggling a the little bit um, i don't have a god complex quite... i am god he's <laughs> 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 He's kind of struggling a little bit to not to understand. Like he, he gets his son of respect, but he's like, I don't don't really know what to do. I don't really know what to to think or to say. And he's also a little worried because there's a lot of people here, and this last place last time they were here it wasn't great. So he's probably my patent recognition systems closer. have identified this place as one of danger. Exactly. <laughs> he's, 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 he's kind of sidled a, a, a little bit close to Mira and is sort of like maybe cheating his shield in her direction just a little bit just in case something goes really <laughs> oh. goes down and goes back oh, wow. because he That's doesn't nice. quite know what's going on and yeah yeah absolutely finally Mira yeah saved you for last for a reason yeah mm. yeah 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 um, so she sees the various levels of discomfort of her friends <laughs> around her. <clears throat> and I think she'll she'll I was actually gonna ask, can I read the room? Like yeah. you said that Make the, the guards yeah. have all kind of gone down, but are there like dragonborns around as well? They're like, they're all dragonborn. All the guards sorry, are. Sorry, not just the guards, just normal people. I don't know. Yeah, so uh, they definitely are. Yeah, there are there are and you can see like behind the guards there are a number of dragonborn civilians mm -hmm. as well it looks to be a mixture of some members of the university potentially some members of the political factions definitely mm -hmm. yeah this mm -hmm. chamber is full okay and Ilya, where's where is she standing? she's standing right at the front having dropped you guys off and transformed back into 
draconic form, draconic dragonborn form, ready to introduce you again to the council, and then being sort of surprised by this as well. Okay. Um, I think, yeah. So, so she just kind of takes that all in, and Mira will, will step forward, um, and she'll gesture for Yovis especially to come, and then she'll stand next to Ilya uh, and say, say to the dragons. Um, I have not been a citizen of Chari for some time. I thought I needed to go away and learn my place. But I believe for all Dragonborn now, our place is here with our future going forward. And she'll reach out and, like, reach for Ilya's hand and for Yorbeth's. Cool. Okay. You take both their hands. I'm assuming, Yovit, that's up to you if you... Yeah. I think, I think Yovit would accept it. Like, he's pretty... He knows, like, you know, this is why he's here and this is why he looks... Yeah. This is the way that his destiny is taking him, so he just goes with it. <laughs> I love maybe, maybe with a little, Maybe with, a, maybe with a, like, a slight level of hesitation, but... It's, a, it's it. a slightly sweaty hand. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. a little bit sweaty. Um, Elia grips your hand tightly and you feel a squeeze (laughs) Mira as she takes your hand and squeezes it Um, Pindrenth nods very very deeply once again raises her large golden head high yes you speak much wisdom Mira though you may not have been a resident of Chiari you have always been a child of it and a child of this city Veluxur your travels seem to have brought you much strength and wisdom. Maybe there are things that we can learn from the outside world. A representative of a group known as the Equalists was speaking to us this morning. A young dragonborn by the name of Ekani. And you watch as over towards the side, Ekani leans out from around a little section where he's been standing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gives you guys a little wave, and then like realizing the seriousness of the situation, just like just like a nod and tucks like a series of scrolls back under his uh, <laughs> under his breastplate. Awesome, indeed. For a long time, we have done things the way they were always done back in our own home plane, but we are not there anymore. Time has marched on, and the world with it, leaving us behind. What has happened to our city is evidence of that. We have been divided. A peoples separated by hatreds and prejudice and blindness. That will not be. This council does not exist to allow its city to fester. We have much that we wish to discuss. But have it known that the Council of Five, as of tomorrow will not exist in its current form. For too long we have been ruled by elders. As elders we have much wisdom, but we do not keep up with the times. We are stuck in our own past. And while that may have worked for our homeland, it does not work for here. With that, I would like to announce a new council. One devised of representatives of both dragons and dragonborn. I would be honoured, Elia, 
if you would represent the dragons and our interests in this council. Along with myself, I think you and I together can represent both the past and the future of dragonkind. We are also calling for two representatives from the Dragonborn to step forward as well. Mira, I understand your travels and responsibilities require you to continue in your journey. But should you um, return, and when you return, know that there is a place here for you in the council. Unfortunately, my destiny does lie elsewhere, and I will, I will face a choice, a hard one, soon. I can sense it, but should I be successful, I will return. I understand. Very well. We were hoping you could represent our international interests as our chief ambassador heading forwards. Perhaps your travels further will help prepare you yet more for this role. We hope you accept it when you return. It is an honour, and Mirobel, you have with his passive insight. Yeah. You can see that like Miro is extremely <laughs> uncomfortable with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that we have the more pressing news out of the way, Ellie sort of looks and goes, I haven't said whether I'd accept or not. <laughs> <laughs> Pindrenth looks back, sort of a bit confused. <laughs> but of course you would accept. No, not. Not necessarily. I need to figure out what my place in this system is first, Pindrenth. I will let you know. I, yeah, go earlier. My position, wow. my position here is not a given. My mother only just gave her life yesterday for yours. Your other, the other elder dragons. Spicy. I need to figure out whether or not I'm willing to do the same. Andrinth looks a bit confused at this. And sort of looks at the other <laughs> Elder Dragons as Duvnin and uh, Yondrith look back and be like, oh, uh, not how we yeah, expected forward. this to go. <laughs> um, I just give a small nod to Ilya. Like, yeah, so do I. I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah. Idrug, <laughs> the, the large green male, sort of grumbles in his throat. <clears throat> Very well. Regardless, we have yet to discuss the matter of the hybrid creature bonded to a draconic spirit, this wood elf. Hundred looks over and nods. Yes, we indeed have much to discuss. (laughs) Sorry, that's not a voice. Indeed, we do have much to discuss. Elia spoke of this being, a wood elf somehow bonded to a dragon. We can see this creature is with you. Step forward, Yerveth so that we may have a closer look at you. Yerveth, like, takes a big gulp <laughs> at the gravity of the situation and just steps forward. As you step forward, Eleanor stepping with you. Eleanor moves in front of you and takes a defensive stance. Wings can pull I, back. <laughs> yeah? Can I do an inside check? I just want to see, like, what they're... What they're th- like, what, read, what the room, read the room. Read the room. Read the room. You can indeed make it. Right you can indeed make an inside check. Yep. Amazing. First roll the nat. 27, yes. 27. Nice. Fucking good. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yerveth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> There's a real mix of emotions going on in this room. For most of the Dragonborn and the Draconic Guard, uh, there's shock. Not about you and the situation, more like the news that they're going to dissolve the Council of Five, the yeah, ruling yeah. body that has existed for the last four or five hundred years. Mm. Um, as far yeah, as all living memory goes for Dragonborn, they've, they've only ever known this. Um, Crazy. Yeah, definitely, definitely not something that you're... Um, yeah, no, this isn't your responsibility. This is like responding to that. The Draconic Council, though, um, are very interested in you. You can see Idrog, the large green dragon, is looking at you with a little bit of hostility. Um, Fronia and Duvnin, the female bronze and blue, seem more curious than anything else. Pindrenth, face is unfucking readable. You have Ooh. no oh. idea what she's thinking. Okay, that's yeah. a that's a first. Usually, Yerv is a pretty good read. Like you know, he can obviously. This is what he does. This is how he's divides for so long. But to be met with this is like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Idrog is hard to read, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, big uh, big gold dragon, hard to read. <laughs> could be yeah. hungry. Could be constipated. You don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, staring down at you as you step forward. Elidor moves into position in front of you, wings pulled back, teeth bared, not in a snarl, but just making whatever creature yeah. happen, happens to look at her aware that she has teeth and claws um, and is in a position yeah. to leap to your age she needs, sort of pushing a little bit in front of you, not allowing you to be front onto them, kind of nudging you to the side and turning you a little bit so that you're not exposing your full front to them. Um, yeah. that, is your, that is your weakest point as an elf, your front. <laughs> So yep. she's making sure that it's not exposed. Um, you. Yeah. As uh, as they sort of see this creature, Pindreth leans her large golden head down. You see that uh, sort of massive nostrils taking this huge breath, pulling air away. As she gets a little bit closer, this very low growl rises from Elia's jaw, just letting this creature know that's close enough. <laughs> Pindrenth respects this balls a move. <laughs> does not come any closer, but does take a big breath in and then leans back. As she does so, you see Duvnin, the large blue male dragonborn, um, who you encountered the other day, pull up his claws, weave his hands in the air, this large claw, and then some magical effect is cast. Um, you're not sure what. As she sort of leans back, Yes, this smells somewhat familiar. Something old, something I have not smelt since I was but a hatchling. We had a name for such a creature, such a pairing. Elia sort of steps forward. Drake Warden is the word you're looking for, old one. We found evidence of this, scrolls and ancient records describing a pairing between dragons and humanoids, elves and dwarves, long ago when we first arrived here, but something changed with the ruin. No pairing has existed since. But when the Drakhorn was destroyed, Tiamat's item of power, suddenly, Yerveth and this one bound and it is my belief that there are others out there similarly discovering discovering these powers once again a power that has laid dormant but is returning right when we need it most Lily then bows and steps back Duvenin sort of grumbles in his throat this is no deception 
his spirit and the dragons are almost as one, woven tightly with threads of the weave. It is similar to a creature on this creature on this planet called a Kalashtar. An elf or a humanoid bonded to a Kori soul. Yeah, Shana, you should look confused at that. You didn't know that, that was common knowledge. <laughs> You didn't know that people knew that. <laughs> That's huge. Okay. Indeed. This is something very strange. This small dragon, this drake, has the potential to become as mighty as we are. But it is bound to this elf. They are as one. Yidrog sort of leans back a sneer on his lips. You tell me that this dragon has been brought low by a bond to some mere elf? What a waste of power. To be held back by a connection to such a small creature. Pindrenth looks over, and as she goes to say something, Duvnin interrupts. <sighs> Yidrog. You show your arrogance and your ignorance at the same time. It is not brought low by this creature. It is empowered. This tiny drake is as a dragon is. They both empower each other. To speak of one is to speak of both. But your knowledge speaks of none at all. And your words speak um, of no knowledge at all. As soon as soon as as soon as Dublin finishes, mm. I'm Yerveth uh, is going to step up. You know, being the charismatic person that he is, he <laughs> just sort of says, um, "It is as what Dublin says. I, before finding and bonding with Eleanor, I was just, I was just a mere elf, trying to survive in this world, harsh and dark as it is. I." did not have much to hold on to, to care for, to be a part of, but having met my companions and finding Eleanor, I feel that as though I am on a path now that will see us both achieve greatness. We are one and the same, and we will continue to be so until our last breaths. Nice. Say that piece. Duvnin nods. You see Idrog, the large green male, <laughs> away blustering, no longer making eye contact with any of you. Pindrenth looks back. I propose that we search the city and the surrounding farms and villages to see if any more of his kind have emerged. And if so, Bring them to Veluxur for training and preparation. We must understand these Drake Wardens, understand their place in our society, and more importantly, understand their powers, so that we may help them grow. I believe the Drake Wardens could be our best hope for a unified Veluxur and a unified Chiari. Andreth nods once more. Elia sort of looks over and goes under her breath to you guys. Yeah, this was my plan all along. Thanks for <laughs> yes, thank you. 
mighty Pindrin. Your words of wisdom are well received. Now, if there's nothing further, I believe I should take these heroes back to their airship. They have a lot that they need to do. Uh, <clears throat> we were hoping to locate it, and we have an invitation from Fafnir that we uh, should not be late for. Pindrent sort of pauses for a moment. We would reward them with items from our hoard. A debt yes. not paid is an insult to those who are in collecting. We must pay this debt. We cannot let these people leave without first paying this debt back to them. Please, each of you step forward. We have had one of our scholars go through and identify items we think will be suited to each of you. Oh, this is exciting. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, we looted. We yeah. didn't get to loot last time, so we'll loot yeah, now. Treasure. <laughs> <Yeah>. Treasure. <laughs> Duvnin, Duvnin, you watch as Duvnin, this large blue dragon, a dragon, shrinks down and takes on again this draconic blue dragonborn form, steps forward. Ah, yes. Please, Warforged, step forward. Hello there. Hello there, indeed. <laughs> Lucky Hobbs, for services to this city and for all dragonkind, I present you with a curious artifact, one which our most wise have been unable to discern its full range of uses. We suspect that it has come from another plane, arrived by a comet over 200 years ago wrapped in a case of adamantine and lead. Maybe you can discover its uses. And you watch as Lucky he reaches into a chest and pulls out a large silver oblong device that seems to be made up of a circular handle with a hollow cylindrical chamber. The entire surface of the handle is covered with numerous buttons, all with strange, indecipherable symbols. You may add an all-purpose tool to is your inventory. Ooh. Did you just give him? Cool. So that's all purpose tool plus one. All purpose tool plus two. Ooh. Did you just give Lucky a sonic screwdriver? I gave Lucky a sonic screwdriver. I may as well read out loud for those of you, because some people recognize this instantly. Um, okay. This this was introduced in Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. It is a wondrous item. Uh, it's a simple screwdriver, but I'm describing something a little bit different, that can transform into a variety of tools. As an action, Lockie can touch the item and transform it into any type of artisan's tool of his choice. And whatever form the tool takes, he is proficient with it, and he gets a plus two bonus, and he also gets a bonus to spell attack rolls and the saving throw DCs of his artificer spells oh, of plus two. Oh, this oh, is unbelievably good. That is amazing. You're welcome. Oh. You're welcome. That's you. insane. Lucky, <laughs> lucky. We'll look into the um, the the, the hollow drum of it, and we'll catch him off for a second. Look at it. Looks bigger on the inside. <laughs> nice, nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, next, Jin, please. Oh. grumbles. Yes, Jin, please step forward. Um. Okay. Step forward. We understand that you are a bard, a former of some sorts, correct? Yeah, to an extent. I do a lot of things. I wear a lot of masks and faces, shall we say. Indeed. 
that perhaps this instrument will be of use to you. And he reaches into a chest and pulls out a Celtic harp made of gold. These beautiful um, inlaid mm. versions and spirals of clover leaf down the side. Um, it's a, a sort of a, so Celtic harp is about sort of thirty centimeters tall, about forty centimeters wide, and he passes it over to you. Um, this instrument was played by one of the greatest of the dragonborn bards over one hundred and fifty years ago. Unstruth, this is his harp. We have yep. yet to find someone worthy of playing it. Perhaps you are that person. So quickly, Owen. Yes. Would most bards know that name? Anstruth. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Would he, Would I know that name? Jin would know that name instantly. I... Anstruth. Oh, yes. Oh, Anstruth okay. was even, one of the greatest. I... Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, wow, okay. You, you would know the names of the great bards throughout history. Anstruth is widely regarded as the greatest dragonborn harper that ever existed. Um, yeah, okay, was was well known okay, for okay. well known for being a brilliant harpist. Um, and responsible for uh, <laughs> responsible for a revolution uh, in music and musical theory, um, as the inventor of six eight time. In this okay. world, yeah. Wow. So for a harp, um, that's quite a rapid, staccato tempo. Um, yeah, a revolution in music. Uh, this is the Anstruth harp. You can add it to your inventory from D and D Beyond. I'm gonna say. Um... So I haven't heard that person before, but in my backstory, I met, I was walking and I heard like a song being played by an elven maiden, and I'm going to say that the song she was playing is one of this oh, yeah. Dragonborn. One of his, rendition. absolutely, yeah. So I'm going to say that's one of the first ones I heard, and I'm just going to look and, well, funny story actually, one of the first renditions I ever heard that sort of led me towards a bard was from this Dragonborn um, bard. So this is quite momentous. Indeed. Seems rather let's give appropriate it a, that you would have Let's it give now. it a whirl. I just start playing it. Uh, just a quick question. Um, you're not attuned to it yet. Ah, oh, I'm going to still try and play it, though. Here's what happens. <laughs> Could you please make me a, a wisdom saving throw as you oh, attempt no. to play this without attuning to it? 100% would try to play it. Okay. Yeah, you would. I like you being true to the true to the character. 15. Oh, 15's the DC. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if you had fucked this up, you would have taken six psychic damage on the spot <laughs> from oh, trying to play okay. this. Instead, as you as you play it and as you pluck, the harp's not really something you've had a lot of practice in, Jin. You've you've played a little bit of harp. You were obviously trained in as part of the Bard's College, but you're I mean, you're proficient in the lyre and the lute, correct? Um let's see. I think Back your lyre pipes. lute. Bagpipes. Lute, lyre, pan, flute. Yeah, so a little bit of woodwinds, a little bit of strings. So yeah, I mean, you, you understand string instruments, and it's a, a harp is actually quite similar to a lyre or a lute, to be perfectly honest. Um, it's just that rather than having the tune being changed by you changing your fingering position to lock off and shorten the strings, all of the notes are there on the harp. So it's, they're all laid out for you. Um, mm. But yeah, no, as you as you go to play this, you pluck a very simple melody, but it, the sound of this thing, it's it's crystal. This resonant, beautiful, pure tone echoes through the halls, and you can see people sort of like looking up in amazement, like as the echo just continues around. It's crystal tone moving throughout the building. This instrument radiates with power, Jin. Um, well, perfect. This will be quite fun. Nice. Next. 
the snake woman. Shana. <laughs> the they, they, wouldn't, woman. they wouldn't have a word for what you are. <laughs> They've seen you on sure. before. You're something else. Um, he reaches in and pulls out a strange shard of crystal, Shana, swirling with silver mist. This is a section, a shard of the astral plane, crystallized and solidified. It was part of a larger experiment conducted by a number of our artificers and arcanists. I've been told that it has interesting effects for those of a sorcerous persuasion. It's yours if you would like it. He sort of, he's really split. Like, she's like, on one hand, she's like, I fucking don't feel like I don't deserve this. And on the other, that shit could get me closer to getting to Lyra. And so Mm. she sort of um, reaches forward and she's like, I I humbly accept um, with with thanks. Um, And then just sort of, sort of like stumbles a bit over her words and like. As as they notice, as they, yeah, as, as he sort of notices you looking a bit confused. He pauses, and you hear inside your mind, Shana, with your permission, I would like to ask about the creature known as Lyra. Whoa. She she replies, she's just a... Go ahead. I see you seek to return her to corporeal form. Perhaps something to assist with that would be more appropriate. Yes, uh, anything that I can get that will potentially get one step closer to bringing her back to where she belongs, um, I'll take her. Indeed. We were going... Uh, sorry, he says this out loud now. I was going to present this periapt of wound closure to Mira to keep her safe, keep her body safe from harm and allow her to return to us in one piece. But perhaps this item could be used to help restore your friend. Mira, you may have the astral shard instead. Your powers as well originate from a sorceress origin. My only fear with presenting you with this shard of astral space was that your sorceress powers come from a red dragon. And we understand that the cult of Tiamat see some desire, some reason your sorceress powers. I was partially cautious of doing anything to enhance your sorceress powers for that very reason. Ooh. Mm. I was a bit offended by that. Enjoy. Uh, these are ancient dragons who uh, think they're right about everything. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think if um, yeah, Mira's palms will grow not sweaty, but hot <laughs> with that. Wow. Um, but she'll 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 look at she'll look at Shana and remember what she told her about her story and she'd be like Shana, we can share this and maybe between the two of us it might help to bring Lara back. That is all I ever want to use my power for to help others. And she'll just like linger on that last S for the benefit of the dragons. Nice. Um, he hands over the periapt of wound closure to Shana in that case, and the astral shard to you, Mira. You may add astral shard to your inventory. 
Um, Shana, you can add periaptive wound closure to your inventory. It actually, actually, honestly, given what happened last session, maybe it's good that Shana keeps the periaptive wound closure. It automatically <laughs> stabilizes you when you drop to zero hit points. Oh. <laughs> Might be handy to have one. <laughs> Might be Pretty handy cool. to have around. Nice. And lastly, the elf bonded to the drake spirit. We had a suggestion from Ikani regarding your gift, one that we had problems with initially, but he did a rather good job of talking us around. This saddle, as he pulls out a section of leather strips bound with draconic scales, this saddle was created for the very last dragon rider. Age long since gone. You may have this as a gift and as a promise of what you and your Drake companion will need to live up to. Uh, you can add Saddle of the Cavalier to your inventory. While in this saddle on a mount, you can't be dismounted against your will if you're conscious, and attack rolls against your mount have disadvantage. That's so good. (laughs) Wow. Like I see the saddle pass and pulls a little piece of paper out of his pocket, just crumples it up. Oh no! <laughs> were you working oh. on a saddle? Oh no! I think you were, weren't you? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot you told me that. Oh, oh, man. Man. I mean, disturbed yeah. by the Asians. Exactly, disturbed by the Asians. Yeah. He, he, he knows when he's outmatched. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. So, um, oh, that's so sad. Saddle of the Cavalier, uh, and the best bit is it doesn't require attunement. It, you could just put yeah. it on or into go. G to G. Amazing. That's so um, good. Uh, they they are your gifts. Please enjoy, uh, as it is, uh, because you didn't get a chance to do some good old looting, and uh, things worked out a little bit differently to how you might have been imagining in the council chambers. Your reward for saving Veloxer, the Dragonborn people, is some pretty epic fucking loot. Uh, um, they I are incredibly Jin grateful also, for this. <laughs> I think Jin's also going to sneak back to the end of the thing, pretend to be a gun, be like, hey. We should pay off their uh, airship. <laughs> Just throw your voice. Just throw your voice for back of the hall. Make me, make me a deception check. Make me a deception <laughs> check. Make me a deception check. Uh, oh, that section of that crash heart. 14. Can, um, I, can I give him um, plus four by <laughs> dropping my shield so they can't quite tell where the noise is coming from? Oh, you're using Not, not your, plus um, inspiration. Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. Give him, give him plus four. 18, that's a bit better. Um, you don't fool any of the Elder Dragons, obviously, uh, but <laughs> you do see people look around and be like, yeah, we can... How much does an airship cost? We could at least pay off an airship. It's not that expensive, right? Surely. <laughs> <laughs> Elia, Elia sort of like looks and has a big smile as she hears this and looks back up and goes, I mean, they wouldn't have been able to get here without their airship, an air of decency. Oh, they nice. are at risk of losing mm. access to that ship. If they lose that, they will lose the ability to be able to travel as quickly. And if we were ever to find ourselves in danger once more, having access to an airship would certainly allow the Tempest Guild to get here much, much quicker. Hindred sort of looks a bit confused, goes, I... Oh, sorry. Whatever gold you need to pay off this ship, please 
The hold is open. We can absolutely cover the cost of an airship. How much is such a thing? A few thousand gold? Um, Ten thousand gold? Yes. So, last time I talked with... <laughs> yeah. Because I the talked Ocean. to... I've been, I've been talking to the Ocean a fair yeah. bit about the actual... Uh, how much we owe. So, how much do we owe, Owen? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Let me quickly check my notes. I believe last time we spoke... I think it was around 10,000. I was going to say, it was around ten to 12,000. Um... Yeah, I think uh, we've paid off 12, a significant you've chunk. Pay, you've paid off most of it. It's only twelve thousand left. Yeah. Um, I think it. Yeah, about twelve thousand. Uh, Duvnin sort of snickers as he transforms back to this large blue dragon form. <laughs> a measly sum. Of course, such a thing could be covered by the draconic coffers. I wish I had said fifteen thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Elia, Elia looks at you and be like, you really should have haggled upwards. That was that was a bad call. <laughs> Thank you, great ones. <laughs> I applaud your decision to step down and allow the city to govern itself. I imagine there will be elections held at some point in the future for the representatives from the Dragonborn. Yes, we have heard of these elections. <laughs> Other countries seem to love so much. We shall try this democracy, see how it functions. See Akani just like, yes, like high fiving himself <laughs> in the background. Um, and as he sort of hears that, he sort of rushes over to you guys, gives you a big hug, like literally grabs you all into a massive hug. I'm so pleased to see that you guys are okay. Even you, dishonored one, it is good to see you again. I am. Um, I mind illusion Shenron's face and go, it's okay. You can call me Honored One. You don't have to. No, I think I'll stick to Dishonored One. That is who you are. Thank you, all of you. Without you, I'm not sure what would have happened. The Equals and I were able to free the Elder Dragons, but they were still dying, whatever that poison was. And then Eendrith sacrificed herself, did some weird magic I've never seen before that allowed her to, to take all of the. The effects into herself. It's brutal. She like melted. You see Elia just like go pale and turn and start walking away. Uh, Akani looks and goes like, "Oh shit, that's not fuck." Um, can you tell her I'm really sorry? I might have to work with Elia. She's like the only dragon I actually respect. Um, oh, We're coming back from that. Yeah, that's. Oh. <laughs> You're screwed, my friend. Yeah. Um, I know I've got a friend who can cast Modify Memory. I'm going to see if he's like, see what he's up to right now. Um, Maybe just modify your image, change your name, change what you look like, um, where you live. Oh, this is sounding a bit dishonorable. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Oh, God. Um, Look, thank you again. I thought I was bad at peopling, but that, that was terrible. (laughs) <laughs> yeah didn't think that through um thank you again seriously if you ever need anything you know how to find me just wait for a violent coup to start and i'll be there somewhere in the background handing out flies oh. <laughs> once all the main battle's done denouncing the violence absolutely yes <laughs> well when you feel like a bit more violence in the name of the good cause yeah and she'll give you a business card Ooh. Carney takes it and looks and goes, you thinking about facing some sort of tyrant sometime? 
we always face tyrants. They're usually within ourselves. Because you're talking about also, uh, going up against Tiamat, the, the goddess of tyranny. Um, yeah, pretty much the cult and Tiamat, yeah. Yeah. She and I have some unfinished business after her cultists completely gutted my equalist movement. Yeah. Let me know when you're going up against Tiamat. I've never faced a god before, but I imagine I'll need a lot of pamphlets. <laughs> Bring all your friends. Yeah. Pamphlets not Should be a good like time. It. Be fun. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll try and be there. Spread the word. <laughs> yep. Great. I've lived long you enough. Gotta, um, gotta fly like down with Tiamat or something, or we don't like Tiamat. We don't want to hear and I don't know stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Movement going. At what least tell them the truth about Tiamat. Mm. Yes, I can do that. Definitely, truth is something I stand for above all others. And freedom, also, you, and you give her a, a catchy and uh, insulting name like Tia Crap. Tia <laughs> Crap, that's good. Oof. I was going to oh, say Tia yeah, Doormat, but, but Tia Crap's good. <laughs> or like Tia Matt, more like Tia Not. Nah, Tia Crap's better. That doesn't make any sense. No, no. Gonna work like on that one. Tea and biscuits. Just to make it sound really lame. That's that's even worse. Yeah, I'll stick to tea. People like tea and biscuits. Tea crap's good. Tea crap's good. Thank you. Uh, I'm I'm stealing that and using it as my own. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> as a carny walks back and you hear him go, "Oh, I've just thought of the best name for tea Matt. Tea crap." It's like one of the guards. <laughs> the guards like, um, "Who are also, you?" I did a slider hand check and I place a kick me sign on his back as he walks away. <laughs> slider hand twenty four. Uh, yeah, you succeed. It's because it caught <laughs> on one. Pretty side. good. Good, good prank, bro. Uh, as, <laughs> as he walks off, Elliot <laughs> <laughs> sort of comes back over and goes, prank. "Right, I've had enough of politics for for one day. Should we go check out Fafni's hoard?" Yes, let's. Great, let's get out of here. Come, come, come. Heads back outside. <sighs> Back into dragon mode, you guys will climb on board. Ah, except Yerveth. I've got a brand new saddle. Elder's oh. there. Oh, oh. I can't fly her yet, though. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is in the Ranger thing. It's like 15 or 16 or something, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't fly until 15. Level 15. 15. Mm. Okay. Sorry, buddy. That sucks. How many okay. levels? Of you can still ride it on the ground, though. I have. I have <laughs> oh, no, you can. Yeah, you I can have ride it. So really, really, too. Really. You can go on the. You yeah. can go on the. <laughs> you can ride her on the like on the ground there, right? Yeah, you can ride yeah. her on the ground. Yeah, yeah that's, good, that's good. It's still, it's still, a, it's still an amazing magic item. It's just even oh, better when you can yeah. fly. Like oh, when yeah. you can fly, it becomes oh, ridiculous because yeah. <laughs> yeah. he can do like flybys because they've got disadvantage to attack Elia, uh, yeah. Eleanor. So he can do like a flyby style attack and oh, just stay amazing. ranged. Yeah, oh, I mean, oh, yeah, this flying Yeveth is definitely feeling uh, less and less uh, rogue these days. So. More and more ranger. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. A lot more ranger. Yeah. A lot more ranger. A lot more ranger. Um, so, Fantastic. So, yeah, yes. now, you, now you've got the saddle. And yes. the dragon's getting, look at it, getting so big. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Return of the chin a bit. Yeah, are, are, you, are you going to be, you know, trying to find more of, like, I mean, even the dragons believe there may be more of. More people like you. Are you going I mean, to try and find them? I hadn't, I hadn't really thought of that, but I mean, yeah, as, yeah. as the first, you would have some, probably some experience you could share. I mean, I believe when all this business is done with uh, with Tiamat, I, I, 
I think I might. Yes, I might go out and see if I can find others. I mean, the dragons have only mentioned that they're looking in the immediate area, but this could be a war across the whole world. There could be many, many, many others out there that they don't know about. I don't know what I was looking for, but yeah, I think maybe I could, I could try and find them. This is a new, a new age. This is a new time for us and for dragon kind. So I believe if we can find the dragon warden and and uh, train them properly, then yes, I believe the world will be safe for them. That should be an, a very noble cause for you to to put yourself towards. Indeed. Some context. There's still much to be done. Well, yes. if I survive through this, I will do everything I can to help you, I think. Thank you, Loki. I'll put, I'll, I'll put it on the list of my inventions. <laughs> I'm sure that's getting quite a long list. Oh, yes. <laughs> the Drake Wardens of old, Yerveth. Uh, Elia's voice, sort of, you all feel in your, in your minds as she's flying. The Drake Wardens of old, Yerveth, were sort of a combination of police, guard, and ranger. They would travel around on the backs of their mounts, righting wrongs, meeting out justice where they found it. This was when the world was young. It's a frontier world, a giant world. The dragons first came, elves and dwarves as well. But the dragons, the dragon riders kept the peace, Drake Perhaps there is room for such a group once more. I understand the Adventurers Guild and the, the League of Adventurers take jobs and requests and quests and things like that, but to have people going around and making sure that the laws are kept, that the peace is upheld. I think the world was lessened by the loss of the Drake Wardens. There's some sort of poetic irony and, well, in my memory, being on the other end of the law to survive to somehow be the authority. Hmm. That's quite a novel idea. I think a very Something important I... one. Understanding what it's like to be on the receiving end of so-called justice perhaps will give you some perspective for what real justice might look like. That's very true. You've given me much to think about, Elia. Good. Well, at least I'm succeeding in my job as a politician, then. Philosopher. <laughs> Uh. Some words of warning with Fafnir. Speak little. Um, try not to touch too much. And um, try not to look at his eye. You'll understand more when we get there. Okay. Thank you for the warning. Indeed. Isn't that counter to normal... Uh, talking etiquette? Aren't you supposed to look people in, in the eye? <laughs> yes, that's why I'm deliberately pointing out, Loki, that you shouldn't do that with Fafnir. Otherwise, I wouldn't have felt the need to report on it. Right. Well, I, I think I'll find that easy. You've given me much to think about. <laughs> <laughs> I have I many, like many... the better times, but sure. Put your data to process. <laughs> <laughs> Um, with that, LA begins banking and dropping down below. You can see you're still inside the inner city, uh, but towards the outer edge of the western bank. And as she comes up and lands, 
a massive manor stands over the brink of a large chasm in the city, probably what was once a section of the old city that's caved in. And as you look down into this chasm, as Elia sort of begins dropping down towards it, you can see layers and layers of vault doors set into the cliff face, these large metal vault doors locked and guarded by numerous dragonborn guards and strange floating eyes set in a fog of this purple mist hovering outside each of the doors. As she dives deeper into the canyon, at the very bottom, wrapped around what looks to be some sort of large thermal vent, is an enormous red dragon. As it raises its head blearily, you can see that one side of its face has been clawed completely off. Large scars reach down the side, and where its eye once was is now a gaping wound in the center of which is set a large golden ruby set in stone in the shape of a dragon's eye and you watch as you guys land the eye (laughs) begins looking at you picking out and focusing on each of you in moments before rolling back and moving along with his other eye Elia lands transforming back into her silver draconic dragonborn form gives a polite nod Fafnir, thank you for having us. Mad-Eye Faffy, amazing. Uh, thank you for having us. Yeah. We are looking forward to investigating the archives that were broken into by the thieves. I've brought some experts in tracking, in archiving, and more importantly, in retrieval of items that have been stolen. I'd like to introduce you to the Tempest Adventuring Guild. Fafnir raises his head and sniffs the air, the eye sort of focusing on Lyra first. Oh, sorry, on Shana first. Magical creature. Some form of strange transformative magic. Offshoot of the flesh-molding spell. You are tea in nature, carrying items of value. Since three items of magical artifact. Warforged. No. Giant forged. Whoa. Carrying five mm-hmm. items of magical significance, four of which have been infused by himself. Oh, yes. Dragonborn. Got proud of this one. As yeah. you tap your helm, yeah. Dragonborn. Crossbreed. Archive denotes importance for ritual summoning carrying three items of magical significance, one of which is the Amulet of Elements, Avazandum. I have searched for such an artifact for many, many years. When you die, if you could bequeath it to the Horde, that would be most appreciated. Uh, As long as you don't spread that around... I will send collecting eye to pick up upon the moment of your demise. Oh, shit. Oh! Holy shit. Changeling. I wave at him. (laughs) (laughs) Carrying three items of magical significance. Shadow is infused with some artifact. Sword. Shadowfell. 
Ooh, and then don't he forget snarls. this, and I just oh, yeah? pull my chest open and reveal my cool tattoo. <laughs> Still wow. detecting three items of magical significance. Oh, Skin just... markings of magical what? insignificance. I can move this around my body. Elia <laughs> <laughs> oh. nudges you. Not too much talking, remember, Jin. <laughs> Wood elf. Ten pastries. Drake Warden. Sensing several items of magical significance. Bow, saddle, cloak is especially interesting. Modified chameleon cloak. Creator unknown, unrecognizable. Wood Elf will state where he acquired such an item. I would like to add it to my hoard upon the moment of his demise. I pilfered it off a, a nobleman many years ago, back when I was living on the streets. Elaborate. Noble's name, family, significant details for identification required. Mm, fuck. <laughs> no, no, you, 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 no, Yerveth can be like, I don't know. <laughs> Just some dude with a fancy cloak. I killed him and took his shit. Um, <laughs> what do you yeah, want from pretty me? Pretty much. Yeah. Yerveth kind of goes, I couldn't tell you that. He was a mark, probably belonging to one of the old noble families of Oxenford, but my memory escapes me. Sorry, it's a bit hazy these days. Permission to acquire cloak upon your demise. Acquisition I will be sent to acquire once you die, if permission is granted. Do I have to make a decision right now? No. Leave it with me, Fafnir. Item will remain with Wood Elf, Yerveth Drakewarden. Archive log 66971. Reminder for 50 years to acquire. Send. The eye flashes with a sudden moat of brilliance, and then he looks up at each of you, turning his face so his good eye can see you. Well, the thieves broke in through the main vault, using some sort of artifact to blind me, prevent me from moving. Bound and unable to react, I was helpless to watch as they broke into my horde. They ordered me to forget what I swore. Artifact was some sort of mask carved in the likeness of a draconic face. Most likely dragon mask of Tiamat. Item should be acquired and destroyed. It is an abomination. Commanding dragons. Shani, raise a hand. Absolutely. What, what, what color was the dragon mask that was stolen from you? Blue. Uh, I, sorry, let me rephrase. Item was not stolen from me. Item was used to steal from me. Mask commanded my silence, my stillness, and then my memory to be erased of the events. But then the mask was removed from your horde, yes? No, they came with the mask and removed something else oh. from my horde. My apologies. I misunderstood. Not required. Point of, point of question. Query recognized. <laughs> Lucky we'll lean over to Lara. Sorry, I couldn't resist. I'm like oh, sorry. I like this one. Um, <laughs> is there a, a special method required to uh, destroy the masks? 
Answer unknown. Do not mind creaky vault doors. <laughs> Still searching. Still searching for items removed in upper layers as well. No. Answer not known. Items were created by Tiamat. However, scent indicates you were responsible for the destruction of Drakhorn. Whatever method was used for that would suffice for masks as well. Good to know. Ah. Problem. No problem. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Investigate lower archive sub 726B. Locate what has been taken. <laughs> Inform me. We will talk about your commission for reacquiring item. I have a personal archive of items not required to be in my possession that I could disseminate to you as reward. Ooh. Knowledge as well. You might wish to know about Avazandum, amulet of the elements you carry around your neck, and the curse that comes with it. Elia looks and goes, I'm sorry, what? Are you really going to hold that sort of thing over our heads until we get you results? Affirmative. Seriously? Fafnir, Come on, we will help you, obviously, but you need to tell us now if Mira's life is in danger. Mira's life is not in danger. Those near her, however. Elia looks mm. at you, Mira. At Fafnir, at you, Mira. Ignore him, he's trying to bait us. Don't listen to what he says. I need to it's know, Elia. Can I? Oh man, Yoveth would really want to be. He like he knows he shouldn't be like inside checking this dragon. You can inside check, of course you can. I think he wants to though. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, inside you checks four. Fuck yeah. Twenty-four. Yeah, That's pretty good. Uh, you don't get the sense Fafnir's told a lie yet. <laughs> wow. All right. Can Shana raise her hand again? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and just still again, just back to Fafnir. Um, she's like, uh, "Are you sure this information would not be beneficial to the, uh, reacquiring the item that was removed from your hoard? I mean, should the item that Mira has around her neck uh, cause harm to the party, her ability to retrieve your item might be hampered." Ooh, Ooh maybe a persuasion check. Yes, business snick. That was good. That was good. That was good business snack. That, that was good <laughs> business snack. That's uh, that's good business snack. Yeah, nice. Eighteen. I was like, business snack is sad because since I changed my race, I've somehow lost half of my stat, like rolls and uh, yeah. blahs. I've totally done it wrong. Mm. Compromise. Locate which item was taken, and I will tell you part of the curse. Information pertinent to preventing its activation. Agreeable? Appreciated. Enter. And with a claw, he reaches around, touches very gently the surface of one of these identical vaults, and he watches the door slowly swings open, revealing a series of stone steps leading down into this large cube of metal. Elia nods and begins walking towards the, uh, the portal heading down and stepping into this. Her feet sort of clanking on the metal as she steps down, claws making this scratching noise. As you enter... Was... Oh, yeah? Oh, I was just going to say, what was his name? The Fafnir. Red Dragon. 
F A F N I R. Fafnir. Cool. Fafnir. I can see chat has said Fafnir is masterly baiting the party. Yep. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> and like yeah. and like the little fish looking at the dangling worm, they went, ooh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> for podcast listeners, I used my finger into a hook, grabbed it into my cheek, and pulled myself screen left. Um, as you guys begin walking down, <laughs> gotta help out the podcast listeners. As you guys begin oh, walking yeah. down the metal steps into the large metal cube, you can see this cube is 120 feet long, 120 feet wide, 120 feet tall. Rows and rows of scrolls locked inside of what looked to be glass cases line at every single four meter junction providing this quite eerie sense of being in a very modern futuristic looking library or maybe some sort of like i, I mean the closest approximation i think of is the vatican archives really where it's automatically yeah, like controlled and yeah mm. um richest institution on the planet by the way just enjoy that information um as you guys begin sort of walking down above you can see silver crystals um almost like quartz but tipped with this metallic sheen embedded into the ceiling of the metal providing this strange glow this eerie white fluorescent light that seem to permeate every part of this cube as you enter the door slams shut behind you Elliot sort of turns looks back and goes oh that fucking paranoid piece of shit okay (laughs) right see if you can locate a scroll that is missing um yeah, I'm just going to put his hand up real quick and just be like, let me see if I can find any tracks. You, you said that there was a break-in. Perhaps I can uh, discern who or what it was uh, by its footprints. Just give me a moment before we step forward anymore. But, but, but before, before we split up and go our own ways, I wanted to... Um, we seem to be in a very important archive, so um, I will say, don't before you touch the scrolls, uh, maybe a press the digitation on our hands. <laughs> Make sure we haven't brought in anything. Oh... oh. <laughs> Press the digitation on hands. Looks good to me. <laughs> Yerveth, natural one for a total of 12. Um, you look at the ground, so you're like ready to look at the dirt. Ah, it's made of metal. That's okay. Maybe they oh. like tracked some mud in or some like things when they broke the door. No, it's been cleaned. Oh, it's been cleaned. <laughs> As you're looking around, you're like, clearly this has been, excuse me, recently cleaned. You can see no evidence of tracks. You've got no idea. That's a really good a idea though. sad. Yeah, a little bit sad. I'm like, Elia sort of nods, goes, um, what Lockie said about the scrolls, don't open the cases. Don't open the cases. Trust me on that one. Um, call call me over and I will have a look and we will determine whether or not we need to open them. Um, actually, Lockie, you're probably the only one who can touch the scrolls without issue. Maybe it's best if we call you and I over. If anyone finds anything odd, call Lockie and I both over. We'll come and investigate. Um, please enjoy Fafnir's archive uh, I would like everyone to roll me investigation checks or perception checks if you are looking through to see if you can locate information Yervith, I'm guessing Definitely. you're going to take perception 100% yeah. just quickly we're because we're, I was when got water real quick yep. we're here investigating because someone stole something he thinks someone stole something yeah um, um, missing. now I know that this place is going to be filled with magic Yes. Mm. Um, and I don't know how this, but to investigate, I'm gonna use a ritual because I actually 
discarded fairy fire because I have other uses like that will use concentration and mm. I'm taking detect magic so I'm gonna do a ritual cast for that oh yeah um, I know that there's like heaps of magic items and it's gonna be really hard to decipher through it but I'm look basically looking for any potential magic that's been cast um, yeah you know any any signs of any yeah, absolutely. Or burglary yep you take 10 minutes Go for it. Um, Shana has a harebrained thought that... Oh, read that out loud, Shana. Say that out loud. That's brilliant. Shana's got a bit of a harebrained thought that, um, like, just the um, the way that he's sort of like, oh, yes, I'm something's stolen, but I don't know what. Shana's sort of thinking, wait, what if they've placed some sort of magical device in the room that'll either grant them access, let them scry, um some sort of addition to this trove that oh, could oh, negatively, oh, oh, oh. Um, you know. Wow. Just, you know, she's thinking outside the box. She's like, mm. if I was in their place, what would I do? <laughs> she's yeah, like, oh, that's exactly that's what I'd do, you know. They'd be looking for something to be stolen. They wouldn't be looking for something that has been added. I like yeah. that a lot. Mm. Shana, please roll your investigation with advantage. Uh, I've rolled once. It was a nineteen. Uh, roll already. again. Overall, got some pretty good rolls. Twenty-two for Yerveth. Pretty, pretty much even. Shana nineteen. 18. Mira sixteen. Loki fifteen. Jin uh, twenty-five. Oh, flash of genius. Yeah, flash of genius. Nineteen. Alrighty, yeah. So we'll do. Um, let's do Loki first, actually. So Loki, yeah, as you begin heading down the rows and rows. Um, initially the scrolls all look to be in some very ancient form of draconic you can kind of make out the gist of what it says but it's very it's slow going however as you reach sort of about halfway down your row you see a scroll immediately catches your eye on a lower shelf on the bottom right hand corner written in giant runes Loki's like just walking walking like nope 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 Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly leans down and looks, Lucky, yeah, written in giant runes. You can see an account of a flying castle known as Skyreach. Flying castle that you were found on, that had been your home for many, many, many years. Hello there. Wow. References to the mistress of the castle, cloud giant daughter of an uh, the daughter of an important cloud giant not sure about the name though it's not it seems to be partly missing the scroll is damaged and, and partly waterlogged but yeah referring to the mistress of the castle daughter of a, an important cloud giant hecaton tech something symbols look the same Oh wow, that activated Cortana. Oh my god, sorry guys, that activated Cortana. That's hilarious. Um, but actually saying her name did not. So what's up with that, Microsoft? Come on. Um, yeah, Loki. Something, something interesting here. And as you look through, it talks about how the castle had been spotted, moving around the ancient portal network, seemingly trying to activate the portals. And then it talks about stone giants helping to reactivate the portals you realize this is talking about the time of the giants this is so long ago this account must have been written when the dragons first arrived here it's fascinating mira investigation of 16. yeah 
you begin looking through, seeing these old scrolls, nothing really jumps out at you immediately. For a moment, as you're walking past one, you think you see the words move on the page for a second. Rush back and have a quick look. Look very closely. The words stay the same. Turn and walk away. And then something at the back of your mind makes you think, like, that's something's up here. So you look back again. The words are slightly different. Previously, the meaning had been clearly, it was some historical document talking about the assassination of some important elven gentleman who had been working on a treaty with the dragons, but now it talks about his accidental death. Um, I think I found something didn't Lockie I think you two might have more luck with this than me I just noticed something Jin is currently sitting there muttering under his breath casting detect magic for 10 minutes oh. <laughs> I just kind of slide this like into the ritual circle <laughs> like, no it's, it's alright he, he, he'll be able to see everywhere oh so you like try and pick up the case yeah yeah I'll try and pick it up your hands go straight through it oh I found something. <laughs> Yervis, we're going to jump to you for a second. Okay. Uh, what was your investigation? A perception of 22. Yervis, there's something wrong here. These cases, there's something something off about all of them. The light doesn't seem right. There's no reflection on the glass cases from the lights above. And as you move, it doesn't move as well. You get really close to one. And you think for a second you can see a flicker through it. And as you move your finger forward to touch it, your finger passes straight through the scroll case. And you realize That's you're looking at an illusion. That's weird. Shana, as you're looking, you find a case which doesn't quite match all the others. There's something just off about it. With your investigation of 19, the brushed metal looks a bit too new, too fresh. And as you reach down and pick it up and touch it, for a second, all of the other cases around flicker for just a moment. Jin, as this happens, your spell finishes. You detect a strong source of illusionary magic coming from Shana. Or whatever she's holding. Illusionary <laughs> <laughs> snake. Shana's real. What she's holding is creating a huge amount of illusionary magic. And as you activate this, you can see illusionary magic covering every single shelf in here. Wow. Um, there is a lot, and I mean a lot, of illusionary magic in this vicinity. Literally, you know. am I looking? So all the bookcases are they all? Mira's like, like all, all of them. Yeah, Mira's just putting her hands through all of them. Um, Elia steps back over, everything. like with her head in her hands, and goes, "How can we not see this with true sight? We should be able to see through this. These oh. look real to me." But when I go to touch them, and you watch as, as she touches it, she makes physical contact with the outside of it, but then looks at you guys putting your hands through it. This there is, is a cult. There is this something is a... very weird about this spell. This must have been put on by the cult. Shana, on the underside of the case, you can see an intricate runic circle. Strange <laughs> glyphs covering every surface of it. And in the very center... A small gemstone, an emerald, set, shining ever so slightly, uh, ever so slightly with this green glow. Say it out loud, Yerveth. Get out. 
Um, I was just imagining he turns, she turns the chest over and it just says like property of the children of Tiamat. And yeah. just <laughs> on the bottom of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Made in the nine. I was not expecting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or no deal. <laughs> yeah. We've had a question from chat. Can you use points to award magic items? Sadly, not yet, because I wouldn't be able to control such a system. <laughs> As in, like, I would. Oh. it would be very hard to police such a thing. Um, plus, oh, yeah. they, these guys did just get given fucking awesome magic items. Yeah, if you could just gift me a Vorpal Sword, that'd be pretty cool. A Vorpal Sword? Okay. Yeah. Vorpal, yeah, swords that'll... For all. Vorpal, Vorpal Swords for all. Vorpal Swords for all. And Adamantine <laughs> Armor. Adamantine Armor and Vorpal Swords for everybody. Mith Mithril, plus four armor. <laughs> Don't add that to your inventory. Um, oh. a common certain amount. Uh, yeah. Look, I'll tell you what. I'll add. I'll add a thing for channel points to award uncommon items as a magic uh, to 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 spawn uncommon magic items in the world near where the party are. How about that? I can do that. That's pretty cool. That's I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, that's um, good suggestion. Good suggestion. Bruno I would Bezax. put that pretty heavy. You don't want people just chucking out like magic items for us all the time. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's great, and I would love that, but. <laughs> It, it does break. It does break. Game. Yeah, it would yeah. be pretty OP. Yeah. No, no, oh, hello there, Vulcan Sword. No, I know it's un not. Un I know it's not uncommon, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will. I will find a way to implement that. It's a good suggestion. Um, that's hilarious. One of those looks like a, uh, a little uh, gif of my face. It's fantastic. Just seeing one of the. Uh, Can we summon the them on the enemies? No, that's interesting. Can we summon them on the enemies. Come will be funny. Yeah, I'll. Yeah, I'll. I'll add a thing in to allow for. Um, creation of magic items or uncommon magic items uh no you can't summon magic items on en enemies but you can summon monsters and if you choose a lower level monster and want to beef it up a bit you can tell me what magic item you want them to have that's fine too and i'll think about it um alrighty what about a monster you can summon monsters that already exists <laughs> i believe teller's already done it before yeah you've done it before teller what are you talking about what are you talking about teller um <laughs> elia sort of steps over also, that. yes Oh, sorry, just no, no, really no. quickly. Um, now that Tell's popped up, I just realized 15 month subscriber. Just yeah. Tell us. Massive yeah. thank you. That That's a really Huge. good point. Thank you so much. I know. <laughs> cat with a vorpal sword. It's still going to be able to wield it. Like the cat like is trying to like carry this vorpal sword in its mouth. It'd be very heavy for a cat. Yeah. Are you... What are you, what are you asking about, Tell? Tell... I, I, I don't know. Does it? Do we know what Teller's question is? It, like, can we summon magic weapons with monsters? Yes. No, she's being sarcastic. Being like, like, about, about the monster. Oh, the okay. Monster. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard. Do you know what? I'll be honest. It is hard to get sarcasm from from uh, from written words. I apologize. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, a ring of attunement yeah, it gives good. the player an additional attunement slot. Requires attunement to use. <laughs> that's a good troll. I like that. <laughs> that's fun. That's cool. That's a good troll item. It's like, oh, here you go. It's a ring of achievement. Oh, great. What does that you do? It gives you an additional achievement. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, you have to attune it though. Ah, oh, amazing. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I have an extra ring now. It does nothing. Um, Elia sort of looks at this this um, magic, basically this magic circle on the back of this like section of metal. Just puts her head in her hands and goes, it's going to be everything, isn't it? They've taken everything. It's going to be everything in his hoard. Hey, wait, now well, they didn't take this, but... I yeah. think, I think, Loki, that's the item that's creating the illusion, and I think if we damage that, it will remove the illusion. Um, so with oh, my yeah, high perception... Oh, sorry, sorry. No, it's fine, I was just having a, a, a realisation. What were you saying, Jin? Oh, no, I was just going to say out of game to Owen. 
with my 25 perception uh, and detect magic, can I locate where they might have actually come from? Like any entry points? Um, there's no other sources of magic in this room. As you look around to detect magic, the only source of entry and exit that you can see is the door, the vault door. And as you remember back to what Fafnir said about the mask being used to compel him to act in a certain way and then forget, oh, you yeah. suspect that the easiest way to gain entry was just force uh, him to open the door. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you're saying that they've taken this, the, the items here, and then they've just replaced them with an illusionary magic. Is that what we're saying here? Sounds like it. <sighs> That's why no one's mentioned it yet. Why mm. he hasn't even seen it yet. Oh, how do we? And they obviously did it. They obviously did it in a way that would avoid the uh, true sight. Lucky, have you everything. have you seen an object like this before? Anyone? Have I? I mean, it's a scroll of giant giant runes on. I've seen giant before. I haven't seen the scroll before. As as far as that bag with the rune or not runes on the bottom of it, that's... I don't believe I recognize them. Do I recognize them? As you look, Lockie, it's standard arcanic runes. Um, This is some sort of very intricate, complex spell. To be able to figure out exactly what's going on here, you'd need to take a fair bit of time to to study this and to learn it. It's an incredibly complex spell, but it looks to be some modified version. You can see elements of a a, a silent image built in here as well as a non-detection spell. There's elements of seeming as well. This is a very complex spell. Whoever did this took time to do this. Time, effort, and a great deal of knowledge. You Looking at this, you suspect this wasn't the work of one person. This looks like many wizards were involved in the creation of this. Is this sort of similar to, like, I guess this is completely, like, un, like not unrelated, but almost like, you know how the the T queen had that sort of runic symbol that did that certain ability back when we were in the jungle? Is it not, similar? Not dissimilar. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 Yep. Some sort of like developed magic or modified magic, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So this is you've seen runic magic a few times now. Runic magic is a it's a version of what the giants used to use with their magic. Giant magic was all based on runes. This is an arcanic version of rune magic, but it is it allows you to blend together the effects of certain spells. Yeah. Only. Right very accomplished wizards working together wizards and witches working together can create these items it takes a lot of time a lot of energy a lot of experimentation to get this right yeah, right. you know i i wonder if that's the answer to the question because we never really did find out what the cult wanted with the, the one team maybe this is what they were trying to get them to do and then after they were done with them they didn't need them anymore so they maybe you also would remember, Lockie, that the cult wanted access to Diderus as well. Oh, yeah, there's that too. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah. Our, our, our old Maybe friend. we should go back and ask Diderus. Maybe we... Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's an awful had. idea. <laughs> Nothing bad has happened from it, I think. Nothing bad has happened from what, sorry? I'm talking to Diderus. Well, not yet, I think. Why would you want to talk to Diderus? You're aware of. Hey, what? You just, you said, just said it was a good idea. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're malfunctioning, Lucky. Oh, I certainly hope not. You're malfunctioning, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> 
Leah just like looks over and goes, oh God, we're going to have to tell Fafnir that they've taken everything. Except the scroll. Well, well maybe, maybe Fafnir will know what this is. He has that eye, right? He can figure out what it might be. I, I really don't want to be the one to tell him that everything he owns has been taken. I vote Lockie tells him. I vote Mirren tells him. I'm not telling him. You're the He's politician. You know terrifying. your words. Oh, I guess I could tell him. Oh, Jen's going to be the morsel. Yeah, yes. Why not? I have 80 pastries I can offer him as well. I'm sure <laughs> that will help in some way. Yes, we can, um, re- we can replenish his hoard with pastries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sure the thousands of years and absolute and untold wealth of his collection. Well, I think there is would... another option. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. We run. We put, we put that item back on the shelf. We, we know that everything's been taken. We know that they have probably taken it to use in the ritual. I mean, he had the greatest concentration of items of power, artifacts of, of worth and value. Most likely the cult have it to perform their ritual. If we can locate the ritual circle and stop them casting the spell, then we have recovered his hoard and we can bring it back and replace it without him ever realizing that everything was taken. Or when I say without ever realizing, he only realizes when we give everything back to him. Elia, don't you think he has a right to know? I think he has a right to know, but I know him a bit better than you perhaps do. And I guarantee that we will be flying out of here on Dragonback, on my back, for our lives when he realizes. I mean, it might just embolden him to help us in the fight. To get his Maybe we back. can leave a note. <laughs> yeah, that's a good avoidance strategy. That's not bad. I mean, he, he seems like a very logical fellow. I mean, he's not going to shoot the messenger. Hopefully. Okay, Lockie, you can tell him then. Great, fantastic. Yes, I Lockie tells The problem is, Elliot... I'm very diplomatic. Elliot, if he finds out that... If we if we leave it as is and don't tell him, and then he finds out that it's stolen, he may suspect us. How, but how would he know that we knew? If, if he hasn't been able to figure it, trust me now, listen, listen, if he has not figured out that everything's been taken, if he hasn't figured out this illusion, I don't think he's going to. That eye of his hasn't seen through it because he would have been through here himself immediately. Whatever this is, this magic... He has the same blindness to it that I do. I don't think he's going to find out. The only reason we found out was because it wasn't designed to deal with all of you. Mm. He's not going to let more humans, elves, or changelings, or yuan nagas down. Saying. The, the one thing that came to my mind is, should we still let, you know some of the major cities, like the major players, at least the ones we trust, know this because the Horde now has a vast collection of very powerful items. Should we keep that knowledge to us? Or should we reveal that to some of our compatriots moving forward, knowing that they have this large amount of items? I think think we can let people know that they've acquired a vast amount of items of great value. We just don't have to tell them where it came from. Mm. Yeah. That checks out. That's too loud. And he really found out. I'm a politician, Lucky. Sometimes you have to tell lies. Well, the politicians mostly lie from my experience, actually. Would Fafnir be a good ally, though? 
would he be able to maybe he's not track them if he's got this this encyclopedic knowledge that's almost as good as having someone on the inside of the cult who knows what they know Fafnir's affinity for the items themselves who can track maybe the real horde is in his mind (laughs) (laughs) you can try and pitch that I don't think I shall it's up to you. I will go with what you suggest. I just wanted to make sure you knew there were other options. Hmm. So what are people thinking? Personally, I... I mean, we can... Sorry, you go. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. You first. Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, one option is is uh, either Mira or I attunes to the peripat of wound closure over 24 hours, and then we tell him, and if he decides to kill us, then at least we won't die. Hmm. That's what I'm looking at it. I mean, as, as far as tell him or not, I'm. He is an intelligent fellow and he requires the datum. So he needs true data, not false. What, Elliot, what would he do if he found out, you know, past getting angry and potentially roasting us alive? What would his actions be post that? Would he just fly off in search of the items and be this indiscriminate killing force like what i have no idea how he would react um neither do i i imagine he would try and track down the thieves through any means necessary and i don't think he would differentiate between humans who did steal from him humans who were near humans who he thinks stole from him elves who happen to be nearby dwarves trees so he'd be a liability Yes, he would be chaos. I... Mm. That is my fear. Do you feel like that that chaotic energy could eventually turn him to their cause? Like, you know, not like through him willingly doing it, but being in a weak state of mind, he would be taken advantage of and become a pawn for them. Think about it this way. Why did the cult erase his memory of the event? They want him to discover this later. They don't want him to know now. They want him to discover this later and sow chaos. For all we know, this spell might fail at some point soon, and he will realize then that everything has been taken. Well, in that case... Maybe we should tell him now. Well, yeah, because he may find out later. What they don't want. And he may blame us, like I mentioned. Maybe. And also, if the cult doesn't want a thing to happen, I'm kind of in favor of it happening. Yeah, as I say that out loud, I'm now thinking through, maybe we do tell him. What about we tell him in the presence of the other Elder Dragons? Uh, Fafnir's, if they vouch, Fafnir's if they vouch for us... To the Elder Dragons, uh, I, I don't okay. think he won't take any of that on board. He cares for only one thing. It would be really nice having them there, though, because they're three ancient dragons. Maybe we just try there. and break it gently. We start off by saying we know what was taken. We will seek to recover all the items that are missing it's more items than he thought and we just introduce him one step at a time till we get there okay contingency plans i can cast dimension door um so can I. mira you can that's at least four people that can be teleported okay. no. um i can teleport somebody very easily you can teleport Not somebody myself, i can climb out of the castle okay so i can teleport someone that's not myself so i could teleport yerveth ah that would be good. 
So you teleport your other, then I can teleport more you. Exactly. Shana and I'll fly. That's everyone. Okay, let's do this. She walks up and raps on the edge of the vault door sometimes. Who's actually going to... Just before we knock on the door, is... um, Is Elia the one to break it? Like, predominantly? I think we should all, as a team, gradually walk him through the process step by step so that we are a united front. We're all working together on this. Make sure he feels that we have got this under control. We are going to solve this problem. Before someone says something that is going to be big, give me a nod. Uh, Actually, you know what's easier? I'm going to give everybody bardic inspiration and I blow nice. all five of my charges. Amazing. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Probably a good time this to do nice. it. Yeah. Everyone gets yeah. a bardic. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> a good idea. So 10 yep. minutes, uh, 1d8 to any ability check oh, that they yeah. need. That's very good. Um, so I sort of bring everyone in, in a huddle. Yeah, okay, team, good. we can do this. Yes. We've got this. We are, what are we? <laughs> what? We're the Tempest Guild, aren't we? Yes. Okay, team, yeah. we can do it. Pave the way, put your back into it. <laughs> <laughs> Convince a dragon all of his horde isn't missing right now on board. All right, so let's do it. That was me singing it in. Yeah. <laughs> I take yeah. that. I take credit. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Zuckerberg and Gates and Buffett. How much am I I do love inside my paper and obviously. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, just blow all. So everyone has barking. I think there's like so Elia and four of you. I can't target myself. Yep. Um, I was targeting myself way back when, and I realized we're talking to Matt that I was doing that wrong. So I apologize for Owen. Yep. But we are past that, so I've realized that now. So, Bardic Inspiration take for everyone. 16 psychic damage for lying to me all those sessions. Okay. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. Um, um, I'm just trying to think as well if there's anything else. So, um, um, I'm gonna that's cast. pretty good. That many Bardic Inspirations. And, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Your, your Bardic Inspiration die is a D8. Like, that's really good. That's not bad. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. So cutting words in as he realizes no <laughs> no oh, you stupid no. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could only go well oh i could actually chuck up a lit on it i could chuck up a liam and sunny heart if we mutter for a minute and we all stay in it and then if it really gets bad we can all just run into it true Ooh. uh I, I i think our Bam thing probably will be Duke. Mm. Otherwise, we're going to be sitting there and walk into his place where he's at, <laughs> start creating Liam's tiny hut, and he's like, What are you doing? Yeah, no, I'm not, it's a good idea. I'm Liam's not going to cast tiny anybody. hut is no obstacle for one such as I. Counterspell. If I do any other spells, it might actually. If I do any other spells, it might tip him off. So let's go with the Bardic Inspiration's good. Elia's like there, ready to knock. And as you do the Bardic Inspiration, she's like, Ah, oh, thanks. Thanks, Jen. I feel inspired. Knock. Give her a thumbs up. Fafnir, we're, we're... And the door suddenly opens. She goes, we're re- ready. <laughs> you got this. Be strong. So, Elliot, we, we've investigated. And the results of your investigation. What have you located or failed to locate? What is missing from the board? <laughs> so, that again. That again. So, I, I'll, I'll start with the good news. We, I've located this old scroll that is in giant and it is beautiful talks about my home I care not what items are missing a little lucky okay should I start with the whole because I can start listing things off 
Um, so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why are you guys letting Lockie do this? So Fafnir, there were some <laughs> items taken, as I suspected. I think when remember when you were telling us about, you know, the cult sort of, you know, there's a part of your memory that has been lost. They coerce you. Yes. I think that the. While you were under that condition, there have been a few, a fair few items <laughs> that have went missing. Indeed. Yes. Um, and, and they were replaced with illusionary replicas. Yes, illusionary magic. Uh, I should have been able okay. to see through such deception. We think the cult is using a specific magic that targets dragons. Yeah, true sight. I think that the culprits um, designed their magic around um, being able to, you know, bypass a dragon's abilities. Um, us, um, lower folk, lo far lower than you. Um, and they didn't account though yeah. they didn't account for us which is fair because they what you know someone as mighty as you if they can if they can get something past you then we were but a trifle to them they wouldn't even think of us but we have elaborate less so yes uh, items in here have been replaced by illusionary magic and for all intents and purposes, probably stolen. Indeed. Um, I look around. <laughs> anyone else? How now many that, items? Now that we number. know. Oh, how many? Hmm. <laughs> a number, yes. Yes, Fafnir, a number have been taken. Uh, it, it is a larger number than perhaps you were thinking. But we are going to be investigating and getting these items back. We, we have... A, a vested interest in not allowing the Order of the Dragon to have these items for any length of time. We already think we have a lead on where they have taken them. We're going to be focused on that. Solution driven. <laughs> I know that you look at us and we are not—we are but mere um, folk to you, but we have come to this city and we have been praised by the Elder Dragons. We are a band that has been able to help the city, you know, come back from its disaster. So we are hoping to help you. I have heard of your, your adequate part. reputations, why I allowed Elliot to bring you here. So yes, we we will get all the items that have been taken and we will bring them back to your horde. Excellent. Uh, yes, to, to assist us in this manner. Do you perhaps remember the appearance of the um, the wizard that was wearing that blue mask that wiped your memory? No. If we have a description, it might the be easier to... last thing I remember is a figure humanoid in long purple and black robes, mask over his face, and the last word he said, still. After that, my memory is blank. 
There was more than one, though. I could see shadowy figures behind him, dressed in strange robes. Humanoid, I thought. Elves, humans, dwarves to my smell. As a sign of goodwill, I have decided to bequeath my cloak to you upon my death. <laughs> oh. Excellent. A recovery I will acquire it upon the moment of your demise. Logged and recorded. Yeah. These, this recovering eye of which you speak, is there one bound to each item of your hoard? No. Or is it a single time retrieval? Single time retrieval. It is generated by this. He reaches up and taps a long claw. Gemstone rusted eye. This is an item that allows me to summon servants, creatures to do my bidding, see great distances, pierce through the veil of the weave to discern what is. Ooh. Can it determine the location of anything? Or is it something that has to be currently in location. front of you? I have to have seen, recognized, and logged it for recovery and retrieval. I can log only a certain number of artifacts at any one time. Twenty is the limit. Your cloak and the Avazandum, the Almurate of Elements, are items fourteen and fifteen on my list. I have an additional five. Do you need to see the item to log it in your eye, or can you yes. know of that? Yes, I need to see it with the eye. Okay. And... Does it have a memory such as yours for items that it has retrieved before? Would it be able to... I can remember every item I've ever seen with the eye. However, I can only log items I am currently looking at for retrieval. Okay. What about just for a simple scry? Would you be able to... If I could remember an item, I should be able to scry it. Yes. Mm Hmm. Hmm. I'm looking around at the at the, guy, at the others like I, I, I think we could. I think we've I think we've nailed yeah. it too. By the way, I could yeah, try so scrying the blue dragon mask. I had tried this earlier, but was unsuccessful. It is enough time has elapsed that I could attempt once more. Is that what you would like me to try and locate? I mean, it's absolutely Is there a way we could help? Or. One other thought before you um, go and perform the magic, but um, is there per- is it perhaps the nature of the dragon mask that makes it more difficult to determine its location? Is there an alternative item of power that uh, maybe the cult would be very interested in that you're aware of that maybe you could scry that item instead? Um, assuming there are many that items of power dragon mask. my horde. There are many uh, items of power that? in the world. I'm unsure which they would take. I mean, I think you could just probably crapshoot and go for any of them, really. Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps something small and insignificant that we know was taken from the scroll room. You mentioned a scroll depicting information on a giant ship. Such an item would be inconsequential to them, yet you spoke as if they had taken it. Is this the case? 
Did uh, they leave that one? No, they, they, they left that one. No, nope, they did not leave that one. Everything's missing. Oh, yeah, that's it's all that illusion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, oh, I see. They did not leave a single thing. <laughs> um, yes, I mean, that, that would be insignificant and probably would have been thrown in with whatever else they took. Indeed. <laughs> I shall attempt scrying now. Look, I would be honest, with the illusion magic, I would assume that nearly everything in your horde is um, at least under suspicion of being taken. So treat everything... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Elliot, Elliot interrupts. Yeah. Goes, anything, 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 anything could have been taken potentially and replaced with an illusion. Let's yes. not let's not go crazy, Jin. <laughs> we'll need a full was... inventory, you know. Let's not jump to conclusions. Inventory. And usually, I was I'd gonna... put my hand up for that, but not. I'm busy. <laughs> I sort of mutter in a breath. I, I was going back to that. I was going to loop it. Up. It's okay. <laughs> we got it. We got this. You got this. You can do it. I stop muttering under a breath. <laughs> I shall cast locate object now to see if I can find where it has been taken. Uh, I just realized scrying only works for creatures, so he's going to have to do the locate oh, object. Yeah. Um, That's otherwise, yeah, it's going to have to be locate object. As long as it's within 1,000 feet. Fafnir closes his eyes, concentrates. This item is indeed missing can find no trace of it anywhere nearby. Fuck. Mm. It's a good call, though. It's a really good uh, idea. So we didn't say that we can't scry on scrying on, on that, the blue wizard. Um, yes, the wearer of the blue mask. Blue? I misspoke earlier when I said I tried scrying the mask. I tried wearing the man scrying the mask earlier. why the spell may have uh, not succeeded unsure. I could attempt it again now. It doesn't always work. It is not a perfect spell. Sometimes the creature may be aware that someone is trying to observe it and can throw off the effect. Do you mean it's probably aware that someone's going to be after them sooner rather than later? That's true. Surely. I will try once more. You know, I I, I usually like to um, uh, do a sort of a a quarter turn on the uh, the the weave. I'm trying to get in my uh, the a quarter turn on the weave. <laughs> the turn on the weave. I was going for a word and I forgot what it was. When 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 something is um has an infinite uh, boundary, it's a mathematical thing. Fractal. Thank you. Quarter turn on the weave. Uh, um. Curious. I shall try. Concentrates, focuses. Plus four. Plus four. <laughs> Plus four. Thank you. Thank you. That is brilliant, Lockie. Uh, I failed by two. That means he succeeds by two. Yay. <laughs> I can observe this creature. It is some sort of man. Human, I believe. Large wizard's tower surrounded by various other wizards, mostly wearing red robes. It seems to be taking the blue mask off, handing it to these wizards. 
believe I can hear what he's saying. Yes. He's talking about allowing these wizards to examine the mask. His master Severin has granted them access. Ah. Severin does not trust Tiamat entirely. Elia sort of nods at this and goes, Interesting. That could be useful. Yes. He's asking the wizards to examine the mask. A place called Zonthal's Tower. He just said he would return to the Shattered Isles in three days. I believe you have your location. Whoa. Well, that's convenient. Okay. Well, then. Well, that's right. So, one question I wanted to ask, Owen. When we were in there searching for the illusionary magic, and I cast a tech magic, then I walked, talked to everyone, would that have been enough time when we went to... You'd still have the uh, magic active now, yeah. Is there any magic still lingering on Fafnir? Yes, his eye. His eye is um, heavily magical. Uh, It's a combination, mostly divination magic, but whatever else is is in there seems to be some sort of potentially um, conjuration magic as well, but mostly divination. Mm. Okay, so I can only see the eye, but I can't see any other lingering no. like magic on him. No, no, no other magical effects that are active on him right now. Okay, that's that's a good thing. Yes, it means he's not being influenced or yeah, anything. And now I must eat you as commanded. Elia, Elia nods and goes, "Well, Fafni, that was a great idea to take a full inventory. We will head to the Shattered Isles right now, while you investigate the rest of your." Some people get some dragonborn to help you, and maybe they could write it down and give it to you in a written list, and you could read it after they've left the room. Yes, I do not Much like to be disturbed me. while I am reading. Yes, you don't want to be disturbed <laughs> while you're reading. Absolutely. Uh, we are going to head. We've got to head to meet with Bacchus and get back to the get these adventurers back to their airship, so that we can make fast pace <laughs> to locate your items and bring them back to you. Get yes. very far away. Zonthal's Island. Zonthal's Tower, Shattered Isles. That is what the scrying revealed. Would fortune be upon you? And as part of the bargain, curse. Every time you activate its effects and allow the elemental magic to flow, you introduce chaos into the weave. If you activate this effect enough times, your magic will be permanently made chaotic in nature. All elements will swirl around you as if one. You will have no control over the element of your magic. It shall be chaos incarnate as you lose control of your magic. If you were to practice and regain control, you could freely change the damage, change the elemental affinity of each of your spells. A bargain is a bargain. Wow. Can Keep I insight check him? Yeah, go is for it. Make an insight check. Yeah, is he like... Keep in mind this item was said to be created by Tiamat herself. An item to be worn by her avatar. That's pretty good. A figure of power representing her on the material plane. Treat it carefully. 21. Uh, Miri, get the sense he's not lying. He's told you is true. 
you get the sense there's more to this. He's not shared everything, but mm. definitely what he's just told you, he seems to believe anyway. I do have some control over it. For the time being, how often have you used it? A handful. Yes. Yeah, I think you've only used it like three or four times. Mm. Beware over-reliance on such a tool. It gives and takes. Elia nods. Mm. Thank you for the warning, Bafnia. Um, right. You get to that inventory. We will get to returning the items. And who knows, maybe we'll have everything back before you've even finished your inventory. Unlikely. I'll be running at a deficiency of 41 points. Yes, Bafnia, fantastic. Good luck. Great, thank you. Everybody on my back right now as Elliot transforms back into a silver dragon. Everyone on my back. Everyone on my back. <laughs> she goes five on and she takes off and flies off. Let's go. <laughs> she, she, you know, in, in your mind you hear, well, that could have gone worse. I think. I think you took it that well. Okay. Well, we I'll get well. you. I'll get you back to Bacchus. We can start making our way to the Shattered Isles. Well, you can. I think I best be staying behind here. There's a lot that this city needs to do for recovery and for repair, and I suspect I'll be needed. But if you ever need me. I'm just a call away. Alrighty. We will wrap up for tonight there. We have gone a little bit over time, mm. but we'll wrap up there. I think that's a good point Huge. to wrap up and we'll launch no, into definitely. the next chapter. We've just finished uh, the most recent chapter. I've actually I've gone through and I've reorganized all of the um, episodes into chapters. This was chapter eight, Legacy of the... Oh no, sorry. This was chapter seven, Cherry. We're now moving into chapter eight, Legacy of the Dragons. Can I do one thing before we head off? Yes, you can. I just want to, as we get on her back... Yes. And everyone gets on. I, I pull um, Lockie back. Oh. Um, hello, Lockie. Um, just, I have a quick request for you, if that's okay. And I look, I'm seeing where Shana is. Uh, at the very front <laughs> of the dragon, clutching on the front so, with her hands, tail wrapped around my, the back tail spike. From my memory, I made mm. a sketch of the stone that was given to her by... Yep. Um, Barris and I go to Lockie. Lockie, can you make me something that looks exactly like this? Oh, I mean, well, it's, it's, actually, it's like a gemstone. New... It's like a gemstone. It like does, some sort of weird moonstone. Exactly uh, like this. I've got. I probably could use it like a stone cutter's tool. Yeah, I think I could probably make something if you get me a gem that looks a little bit like this. Um, does it need to be magical or anything, or is it just a uh, mundane construction? <laughs> Was the um was that mag- like stone radiating magic or was it like not to the naked eye? Because but if you suspect that if you'd cast detect magic, it would have been absolutely radiating some sort of magic. <laughs> um, maybe just some magic to have some nothing like to stand out. Just something like something underlying, something more like just radiating power, but not really like. You know, actually powerful extravagant or anything <laughs> oh, like that just oh actually yeah. that, that that's easy i could, I could um oh, I, I i could put some uh words or a message into it or no, a, no, um, it doesn't need to be anything like no i mean like as, <laughs> as, in, as in like I, I can imbue the stone to to to, to speak words Barris um in doing so um unless you uh, <laughs> actually activated it, it 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 would just it would seem magical um but it, it would you know it would just hold like you've activated it, it just says 
something along the lines, anything that you would like, uh, but 25 words. Um, yeah, that, that would do as well. We'll discuss the words that be said, but I really need this post hate, like as quick as we can. Um, I look around, I don't know if we've gotten any gemstones and such, so Have I guess through the bag of Holden. before we leave, like, I don't think we'll have any because we've probably sold it, but before we leave, um, you know who has the gemstone? It's yeah, awesome. How stealthy <laughs> are you being about this? Uh, oh no, I'm I'm just being I'm pretty pretty being pretty stealthy. Yeah. I, but I'm more than anything just looking at Sean to make sure she's not catching on. And okay. I say, um, well, before I leave Chiari, I'll try and find something similar so we can base it off, off that and make it look exactly like that. Okay. Well, well, what is this for? Is it a a present or something? Yes. Yes, a present. Um, as, you, as you finish this conversation with Loki, you look down, your shadow, which has two eyes in it, and a frown disappears back into your shadow. <laughs> can I inside check the, um, that it's a... You can inside check Jin. I'm yeah, going absolutely. to... When I said, what is it? Is it a present? He said, yes. Can I... Yeah, it's a present. That's a present. Okay. You overhears oh, this that's... conversation, yeah. That's Evan's passive present. perception is like 20. <laughs> I'm gonna say as 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 I see the frown. Do I see that shadow? Oh yeah. I'm gonna say say in my mind, don't be alarmed. I don't have one, and I wanted to get more. I want to carry more favor with with you than Shana. I'm going to. I'm going to do a swap. Maybe have her look the full full while I have all the glory. Oh. Make me a deception check, or because I think you're lying, aren't you? Are you, you, you tell me. You, yeah. you make a persuasion or a deception yeah. check, depending on what you, you you make a persuasion or deception check, whichever you think. Pretty is good right. though. I pass it's over probably, to you. It's, look, persuasion means I would be going for that, but I'm probably you're decept- you're deceiving. Is, him, is it right? the same modifier? Because if the same modifier, just roll one. And well, that's yeah. the thing. My persuasion is plus thirteen, and my deception is plus nine. Ah, it would be a deception check. It's deception, though. If if you're not intending, yeah, deception it is then. 18, it's not too bad. Pretty good. The frown turns into a a large smile. um, Building a character that you want to deceive the DM with, make sure your persuasion and deception is the same. It doesn't matter (laughs) what you want. The frown turns into a large smile, Jin. A knowing smile sinks back into your shadow disappearing Oof, what does that mean and that's, that's where we wrap up for tonight <laughs> do I gain any insight from that 20 you you get the sense that for the moment your deception is successful okay good and with that we wrap up thank you so much everybody thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you. We will see you all again next week for more Dungeons Dragons tomorrow night for more Avatar Legends. And if you have enjoyed everything that you've seen tonight or even little bits of it, please hit the like button on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button if you're on YouTube. If you are on podcasts and you can leave us a review, leave us a review. We'd love to have a review. And obviously we want to hear your comments. We want to hear any stories you might have to share from your time playing D&D or any other tabletop RPG. Share us a story and I'll read it out at the beginning of the session. That's all from me. Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you again next time. Stay safe. Stay well. See you then. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys.